Now then, lids, you're listening to the legendary Have A Word. If you enjoy this podcast, you will love being a patron. You get an extra 90-minute episode every single Wednesday, pure, unadulterated, unfiltered Have A Word bullshit with me, Adam Carl, and to a lesser extent, the Fintern. It's behind a paywall. It gets a little bit loose. It gets a little bit squirrely. It's some of our favourite podcasting because Adam says all sorts of shit that can't go on the proper internet. Once you sign up, you get the full back catalogue of all the patron exclusive we've done every week since May. 2019. You also get to watch the now legendary Lockdown Lock-In where we got absolute shit-faced and recorded it. Oh my god, it got messy. And any more Lockdown Lock-Ins will only be on Patreon. Once you subscribe you also get early access to the public episodes. The public get it on Monday, you'll get it on Saturday morning. And there's discounts on merch, discounts on live tickets. It's an amazing deal. We're dead proud of it. This Patreon has got us through one of the worst years of our career. But we also think it's a fucking dealio. Sign up at patreon.com slash have a word pod you will not regret it now let's crack on if you're good at something never do it for free now i'm getting the word nuts hey i'm not doing it for dan i'm not doing it for carl i'm doing it for finn (laughs) every day who the fuck is that guy Upset me, nasty bitch. Oh, Jesus. Don't chat to me. I can see fumes coming off your pom pom look like petrol station. Shut up. Disgusting. Coming to you from the soon to be world famous Hava Ward Studios. Hidden away in the scenic hills of sunny Rancorn, England. These are the funniest leads in the podcast game Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale, and Sensei Carl. With full HD video episodes on. YouTube. It has to be. Have our Got this cold at the minute, and it's giving me this like deep voice. It's giving me a hard dick. Keep like Barry White. Yeah. Barry Black. Yeah, I'm fucking Barry White. No, I'm Barry Black, because he's black. He's called Barry White. Right. So I'm white. So I'm Barry Black. Barry Black. Barry Black. Okay. Sounds yeah. like the most <laughs> shit, like, computer-generated fucking player name on Football Manager. Um, Why? What's going on? You're just not very not very well. the super flu. Oh. The super cold. Can't just be flu. It's got to be fucking super flu, lad. <laughs> You've got that fucking super flu. What is this bullshit super flu? It's just a, a cold that's a bit inconvenient. Right. So it's like a cold. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I've yeah, seen yeah. your tweets. I'm really cold and I'm not well, but it's not COVID. What is it? It's just being not well. It's a cold? Yeah. People don't. People think it's either COVID or not. No. I've needed to sneeze since 9 a.m. And it just won't come. Oh, it's in there? Yeah. Oh, it's they're horrible. fucking awful. Oh. oh. Do you need some pepper or something? Or is that a little bit like old school? Like, if you sniff some pepper, doesn't that make you sneeze? Are you like a witch from the 1800s? I don't think so. I think I, just saw, I think I just saw cartoons. Oh, think, you mean to sneeze with? I thought you, you meant th- to like bake it into a medicine. Oh, I didn't mean like I sweet news. red pepper. <laughs> what are you making fucking pasta? I meant black, black pepper. Hey, Barry Black, no, best, I got your pepper, bro. The best thing to do for to sneeze is someone to spit and heel kick you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've any right to talk about needing to sneeze. You've sounded like you've needed to sneeze since like September last year. No one spit and heel kick me in the face. <laughs> I think Carl just wants to kick me in the face. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a hell of a patron exclusive, isn't it? I love sneezing. Sneezing's fire. I don't think you've ever sneezed properly. I sneeze loads. Really? Yeah. You trying to fucking start a fight? Get off your back at once. Sneezing, they reckon, is one eighth of a cum, don't they? What? Sneezing is an eighth of a cum. Is it? Like, serotonin-wise. Serotonin-wise? Like, in your brain, you get, like, an eighth of the... Like yeah. the gratification you would get from a, a good old jizz on some tits. What if you sneeze eight times in a row? What? What's night? What if you, you come? Sne- you come. You, yeah. you have to have a cigarette. <laughs> Fucking hell! Sat next to a flower that's giving you the sneeze. You're like bloody hell! Worth a fucking hay fever with you, kid. Best fucking daffodil I've ever had. Sneezing's just inconvenient for people around, you know. Yeah, it's quite. F- yeah, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Unless you bruise your rib in any way, I remember like that's yeah, not good. Do you say gesundheit? No, because <laughs> I'm not a paedophile <laughs> anymore. <laughs> gesundheit. Stay away from the school, mate. <laughs> okay, shoes. Do you say bless you or bless your cotton socks? I say cunt. No, um, bless your cotton socks. Uh, bless your cotton <laughs> socks. Great. If someone sneezed near you and you went cunt, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think sneezing's. It's like loaded now, isn't it? Like before it was like, all right. Now everyone's like, ah, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's fun. It's a, my gran used to get, um, she fucking died when I was like 19, 20 years old, but she used to get on a roll. And that's why I said about the eight sneezes in a row. No. <gasps> oh, Finn, that's so fucking weird. And just sneeze off camera. <laughs> Jesus, you're allergic to chat about my dead gran. <laughs> Um, she used to get a roll on, so it'd be like one and then another, and she could literally go 10, 15 sneezes, which was just, well, I remember that on a, like a bus coming back from town as a kid going, this is fucking great fun. As people were like, sneezes. are you all right? She'd go, like a dump valve on a fucking <laughs> Vauxhall Nova. So what you're saying is 15 sneezes, sometimes you watch your nan come nearly twice. That's exactly what I was saying. And the weird thing Multiple is- Multiple orgasms? The weird thing is, even as a kid, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> So I was thinking as a young child, a young we innocent say, child, I was like, fucking hell, Gran, you're not on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> we say bless you for the first one, save you for the second one, and I can't afford to. I don't know why. Do you? Who yeah. says this? Seneca yeah. said, that, I don't know, she's, my mum's Irish and she says all weird shit. Yeah. So I've caught it now. So now when if we sneeze these times, like we're trying to get three in a row. So bless you, save you. Because I can't afford to. Because I can't afford to. Good that. I know it's an Irish thing, but like got some new merch coming there. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I having a go at Carl? I I just, even going. I just clocked myself going, he's been really nice to me recently. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Bless you, save you, because I can't afford to. Four fucking sneezes and you're dead. That's it. I uh but I'm enjoying my voice. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking maybe like like I should start to sing. Barry Black songs. <laughs> 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 1975 I bought you an album What's a Barry White song? Um, oh, my, my darling I Can't get enough of your love baby My darling I Lower Can't get enough of your love baby There you go You were too high <laughs> Now I've got a little dick twitch no, 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 Oh, no, It's no, like no, my no. nana on a bus mm. <laughs> She's got a dick twitch One more sneeze <laughs> She'd be pressing the bus. Ding, 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 ding. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off at the next stop. I already have. Go on, do it again. So I can't Hang just... Up, you're not, babe. My darling, my... Lower, lower, go lower. Barry White, deaf. 
Barry Black after the stroke. <laughs> oh God. You know when you watch like musicians live and they do it slightly different and a bit sort of Yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In an in a studio, different. Like Barry was like, in nineteen seventy five we bought you an album in it, it like live he was like <laughs> Barry's had a stroke. Barry's had another stroke. Fat cunts had another stroke. Uh, Barry Barry White songs. Come on, Finn, you're a musician. Do you reckon there's any other you podcast in the history of the world that is called Barry White a fat cunt before lunchtime? Um, you're the first, don't know the last, my everything. What's Barry White? Yeah. Just the way you are. Yeah. You've got to go deeper, though. Luther. Yeah. Luther Vandross. I could be him. <laughs> you don't know any Luther. You just thought of a big fat black man. No, Luther Vandross sings Dance With Your Father, doesn't he? <laughs> what? How does that one go? Dear Lord, she's dying. Dance with my father again. Right. <laughs> I don't you know. know I, just, I, I just genuinely... Did your mum like that or something? No, I like it. the X Factor song. Right, yeah, that, that checks out. It's like Everyone never sings on the X Factor. It's basically... Can, can you sing it? Can someone sing it where he's not doing the... Back when I was a child, I danced with my mother and me, and then my father would lift me high. Hey, invoices for all the kitchen roll you need, ladies, because it must be pretty damp down there. My father... I that was quite good. Yeah. I still don't recognise it. It's a tune. Song. It's about his dead dad. Hang on. What's the Luther Vandross song that I... There is a more famous one, though, isn't it? Can we get Luther Vandross The best up? things in life are free. The best things free. Except houses. Um, bulletproof. <laughs> They're dead good. Bulletproof was Luther Vandross. Yeah, that song doesn't hold any weight, really, does it? The best things in life are free. Pasties are a couple of quid. But a free pasty? Yeah, but they don't really exist, do they? Unless you steal it. No, yeah. You'd be suspicious if someone was Maybe like, on song's... the street went, lad, do you want a free pasty? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, can I give you something for it? No, no, no. We're just like giving out pasties. <laughs> Best things in life are free, eh? Like hepatitis C. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Enjoy your pasty. A little bit flaky. Some of it's pastry. Some of it's me. It's <laughs> one of... oh, sorry. It's... sorry, sorry. It's too far. That was too far. It's one, it's one of those songs where like... If you don't think about the lyrics, you can be like, oh yeah, the best thing's life half free. Like love and having a piss when you need one. But like... Oh, pissing oh that's true. <laughs> having a piss when you need one is very little cost. Unless you're at like a Ponzi railway station where they're like, it's 20p. The best piss in the world is after the cinema when you've held it in for the whole film and you've got like a full ice blast and a large <laughs> coke in your bladder. No, but when you need a piss too much, have you ever been on a long drive and you're like, I have needed a piss for the last 25 minutes or something. And you're just like, I'm, I'm, I can't be arsed. There's no service station. So you get there and then you start weeing and it starts sort of a relief, but your dick's like, I've been holding this in for so long. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Like it's not the most fun piss. It's slow. It's like, it's almost like your dick's going, I'm sorry. I've been, I've been holding it in now. I can't release. Are you at the age where you don't finish your piss in one go? How old's that? Are you coming you coming back at me, bro? This is what it's about, yeah? Bless you, bless me, and bless my fucking family. That's what we say, me and Theraker. 
because we're fucking both gay. We're from um, Bristol. <laughs> that was very West Country. Uh, was it? I was trying to do. Yeah, all right. I'll give you that. <laughs> bless you. Bless me. Fuck my life. Do you know there is. Um, no, I'm not. Thanks, Carl. She's asking. I don't know what age that is. That's 60. I think I've lost aim of my dick, though. Aim? <sighs> you aim with your hand? I just, I'm a bit worried about my aim. So there's been a lot of splash in the last couple of years. Do you aim into the water or to the, onto the porcelain? I, uh, I, I've been struggling to hit either. Just a lot of like, I've just getting a lot of like, what's that just what's happened there? Oh, you haven't got a hood, have you? It must be that easy for you. I don't know what's happening. It's like my dick's like. I know exactly what it is. I've got cum stuck in the pipe and it's making it go off. It might even be fluff, but it's happening a lot. It's to the point where I'm like, do I need to start doing sit down wees more often? And that is a point where. Yeah, good though. Yeah, but you shouldn't need to do it. Like in in the night. Have you ever done this when you wake up for a piss in the night? Especially because we've got kids, so you can't be like what, like banging around. You've got to just keep it quite quiet. And sometimes putting the light on the landing is too much light. The doors are open and it's a problem. So I honestly think, I know it sounds like I'm an old fucker, but sometimes middle of the night, if you've had a beer, sit down piss is sort of a safe option. Am I on my own there? Yeah, or you have to, you have to aim at the water so that you can hear that you're hitting the toilet and you're not just pissing all over the floor. Genuine, yeah, genuinely... It's just I've lost. Stay nodding away there. Like, yeah. yeah, you piss in a plant pot. In the I've been t- I've been officially. You've been cancelled. There's a, I've had a few warnings recently. Can't talk about my sex life on episodes, even Patreon, because we've got some dads from uh, to school that are patrons. So Laura's like, I cannot know that I can't handle that, and also like that's full warning. And she even went, "You've been better recently." I was like, "Okay." She's checking. Yeah, she watches. Hi, babe, you're all right. Love you. And uh, Is that you kissing that asshole? That, oh, I'd love to. Before bed. Oh, and I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh, this is a... Good night. This is a quandary, isn't it? Do what you need to this do. This is a quandary. I've been told not to talk about it, but it's Invent. come up after conversation. I'd love to. I'd literally... I'd snuff off the truffles. Invent a hypothetical girlfriend that you're talking about, not Laura. If I was to have... Yeah. Oh, Bruce. what, if Laura's gone? Anyway, uh, she's <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> all right, it's too old now. Leave me, Carl. That's her name. It's Fiona Bruce. You can imagine if you're fucking Fiona Bruce. Imagine. <laughs> the plant pot. I'm not allowed to pee in the plant pot anymore. I've had a full yellow card on that. That's not allowed anymore. So I am trying to get to the bathroom. It is a full four metre walk. Sometimes I still can't be asked. Can you poo in the plant pot still, though? <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. God. That's just soil. That's just nutrients for the plant, isn't it? Yeah. If anything, it's fertilizer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take the plant out. Shit underneath it. It's another's died. <laughs> He'd kill plants. I am a little bit You'd worried about my dick forest. aim. I'm worried about my dick aim. Is it because it's small and it doesn't know what I can't? Like... Are you holding it? Yeah, but it's just there's a little bit of like sprinkler effect. Is it like um, soaker on a on a uh, hose? The different things. Oh, you've got, got the different, yeah. So Maybe you just need to twist, twist my element. dick. <laughs> so when it all comes out like that, you need, to, you need a jet. <laughs> the, the, what's the one that's, that, like the... Mist. Mist, that you don't. Mate, if your dick <laughs> is doing a mist, <laughs> that is genuinely a worry. Yeah, I mean, no, you can't be far mist. from death there, can you? <laughs> Pissing mist. Like you're trying to keep a killer whale cool at fucking <laughs> SeaWorld. <laughs> what's that, Shamu? <laughs> Why are you pissing on Wales? <laughs> I'm like, can you understand English? I wonder, what, I wonder what they do at SeaWorld. 
Oh, they don't. The killer whales don't understand, but they know what being pissed on is, don't they? Dolphins understand English, don't they? Do they? Yeah. If they if they're around there for long enough, they've got their own languages. Dolphins, they yeah. can understand language. So if you talk in an English like language, <laughs> <laughs> the irony of you go. Dolphins can speak good words. If you go around the dolphin and they get the words as well. No, but dolphins. Some dolphin on fucking Formby Beach. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Dolphins have got names, haven't they? they With fit. each other? Yeah. And yeah. 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 So if they can understand that, then they can also understand any language. So if you take oh, a dolphin yeah, it makes bear totes from its ma, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just put, put it in it primary in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in bootle. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a scouse dolphin. Oh, a bootle dolphin. <laughs> dolphin turns up. Yeah, we got a dolphin. In Hugo, Hugo Boss. <laughs> Dolphin 260. Imagine a bootleg dolphin. A bootleg dolphin. No, but like, they won't necessarily be able to talk it because they haven't got the same vocal cords. Oh, they won't. Yeah, yeah. But they'll be able to nod. Yeah, the dolphin's not going to be there. Like, what's happening? But if you go, what's happening? The dolphin will put its fin up and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is? Have you had a good day? <laughs> yeah, he's had a good day. And some scran. What did he at? Right. See, what I, say that? see what I was doing. What I was doing. Because you know dolphins do that nodding thing, yeah. but they don't go, nah, lad. It's only because they haven't been trained to. Oh, right, they haven't been trained One to. of his hands was doing that. No, <laughs> One of his hands. You know, fish hands. <laughs> He's got fins, hasn't he? They've got like. So have we. Yeah. Fin the producer. Because <laughs> we haven't actually got fins like a dorsal fin, but we've got a. No, oh, come <laughs> They've only got little ones, but like... You're a character. Dorsal's on the back. I reckon you could teach your dolphin to wave at you. Or yeah. sign language. Do a dolphin do? with sign language. Do you do Hang on. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could, but you, they have taught dolphins to wave, haven't they? At SeaWorld and shit. Like, yeah. So, so, they, so they could do that then. <laughs> so they could do that then. They could be like, I'm, all, I'm full. You, yeah, down? I don't disagree with anything apart from you going, if you just talk around it enough, <laughs> like you're like, yeah, if you literally stood next to dolphins going, love to fucking like stick my dick in a dolphin's blowhole, the dolphin would be like, say what? <laughs> no, you'd have to teach it in a school. You'd have to. A school of fish. Well done, everyone. <laughs> well done. Well done for letting that hang. <laughs> <laughs> Just to hear his li little smirk of regret. <laughs> Have you been to SeaWorld? What? Have you been to SeaWorld? I went to SeaWorld in Florida when I was a kid. I've been to Carl's to see his mum. It is a whale. What have I done this morning? <laughs> no, that for me was... It's too old with you and me, Carl, and that's the end of it. Well, this score draw. She is, isn't she? Four one. <laughs> I went makes to you uncomfortable. The, the, the heavy mum jokes make you uncomfortable. Oh no, I'm used to them now. <laughs> I'm used. To, you know, the only thing is, I just worry that someone who loved my mum listens. I don't. If they're still fucking listening, it's their fault. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you're like, really I can't believe that you said that about Dan's mum. If you're it. still listening to these this fucking banter, it's basically you know self harm at this at point. At this stage, it? I think all of our listeners of it sort of accumulated naturally through other listeners recommending it to people who they know will enjoy the horrendous shit we say. And that's why 
we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. We got a lot of messages because there's the National Comedy Awards and we weren't nominated for Best Podcast. And I'm actually sort of happy. First of all, it keeps us independent and no one's given us everything and we've built everything on our own, which is fucking phenomenal. But also, we don't get that sort of random... Ah! I'll give I'll give that thing a listen that I know nothing about because there's going to be people who do that and hear this stuff and be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And, we, and you know what? What I love about that is we, we will have that all the time. Yeah. People will see us. We were number one in the podcast charts. People will recommend it to more than one friend. And some people will listen and be like, yeah, it's not kind of, kind of not my thing. And then they'll not download it again and go about their lives like fucking grown-ups. Yeah, yeah. But the more people that go, oh, the Guardian have featured have a word and the, have, blah, 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 the more in chances they're like, this is not my humour. Fuck the Guardian. You should never threaten to stick your penis in the dolphin's blowhole. No, 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 no. Fucking bore off. Tweet about it. Just delete it and fucking jog on. Yeah, fucking negative YouTube comments as well. That is how dolphin have sex, isn't it? Sizzling. No, that's a blowjob, isn't it? No, the mouth would be a blowjob, isn't it? A blowhole job. So hard to talk about dolphins and not talk about rape. Why? Because they're rapey, aren't they? Dolphins are Oh, they like pack, pack shag. Yeah. Like mallards. <laughs> I wish Ishan was here for that fucking... <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? It's bad. it's bad that you said that type of shagging and my way was like, ah, oh, Ishan, you could really help us make that joke funnier. It's mad how, like, good... Whoever did the PR for dolphins... Smashed it, didn't they? Because like, swimming with dolphins is like lifelong goal. When in the in in reality, they're rapists and they beat up sharks. What smaller sharks? Not big sharks. No, dolphins beat the shit out of sharks. Not great whites. Great whites. No. Yeah. I you, thought great whites were like the cock of the sea. Dolphins are hard as fuck. No. But they work in... Do you have, <laughs> great whites are bullies. That's what great whites are. Great whites pick on things that they know they can fucking just eat, like humans and crabs. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really see his research. Yeah, sharks are afraid of dolphins. See? Dolphins are little mammals cunts. that live in pods and are very clever. They know how to protect themselves. When they see an aggressive shark, they immediately attack it with the whole pod. This is why sharks avoid pods of dolphins. Right, because there's basically... There's a gang, innit? It's hit them early, innit? Let them know you Because shark, great white sharks... The, by the way, now we have teetered into... Mm, I actually love marine life and I did zoology at university. Like, I got that comment today on YouTube. You see that? Don't Please don't comment knowledge. Not interested. Um, <laughs> comment jokes. I actually don't. work with sharks. Oh, actually, <laughs> we lost two dolphins to blowhole rape last year. <laughs> I was recommending this project from The Guardian. <laughs> I haven't even got a laptop. That's the teaser. <laughs> so, so Great Whites are like, they 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 don't, they're just always on their own, aren't they? Great Whites are, are they? Or, I don't think they fuck around with their mates. Very solitary. Yeah. Tiger Shark's got loads of mates. Tiger Shark's like, fam, I grew up with you. I've known you since the fucking, in the ends. Back in the D's, mate. Yeah. Been Tiger Sharking around the fucking ends. Move over didn't end. And that's the meaning of Bullstrap. Um What if Great Whites are actually just dead sound and no one's like just back because they've got no mates? Like no one's like sort of hyping them up. Yeah, I think it's just because they keep biting things in half, innit? Yeah, but do they though? Is it just what? Just because they're lonely? Have you ever seen that happen <laughs> with your own eyes or was it in a uh, film? Conspiracy. Like, yeah, but I mean at that point Jaws was propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphin propaganda. That was made by a lot of dolphins. <laughs> so, so, so dolphins are in pods, but orcas, now they're classic bad PR. 
Orcas, we talked about a few a few weeks ago, literally got called killer whales. They're, they're not terrible PR, aren't it? They're, they're called orcas. Yeah, orcas are pi- are killer whales. Oh, they're naughty as well. I yeah, thought that was they, people who see the future, but that's articles, isn't it? Yeah, it's a different. It's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You very rarely see a pod of oracles <laughs> trying to eat a sea lion. <laughs> Where's that sea lion going? <laughs> Jill? Jill? <laughs> oh, over there. <laughs> Fucking clever, these oracles, aren't they? That's how they hunt. They see the future. Fucking hell, we better chase after him. Nah, nah. He's going to bear left. We'll just go over there. <laughs> Shamu. Shamu. Uh, you don't believe in anything like that, do you? You don't believe anyone can see the future. <laughs> no, neither human nor orca. <laughs> Telepathic orca. Heroes in a half shell. Them fish gonna come. By the way, that would be a fucking great Disney film. What? The telepathic orca. <laughs> Pitch it. Hey, you're getting some telly now. Uh, Adam's got to meet it with Disney. Listen. Either the telepathic orca or Jimmy, the rapey dolphin. <laughs> I don't think this is going to work, Adam. Don't worry, set him boot up. <laughs> He's grown up, got kicked out of school for being a fucking dolphin. He's <laughs> selling fucking weed. <laughs> fucking coke. A fucking dolphin coming up going, got a bag of fleek. <laughs> Pretty hard hitting Disney film, to be fair. I think you might need to pitch it to Netflix. A bag of fleek. <laughs> The drug Jimmy. Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy the drug dealing rapist dolphin. <laughs> Coming soon. Put Disney Plus it's on Disney Mom. Plus. <laughs> I think I might have got the wrong studio, but there's something behind it. Uh, what's a telepathic author? How does that go? Author. Author. Oh God, said wrong. It's a different word. It's just a while. It knows what's happening. Soon. Soon. <laughs> yeah. um, oh. No, I don't believe in. Uh, I don't believe anyone can know the future. Just don't believe in. Any of that? You believe in reincarnation? No, no. When you're dead, you're dead. It'd be nice though, wouldn't it? To, you've got, you've, you've literally laughed so much. You've got, you've got because you've got a cold. You've got a wee little like uh, bogey in your nose, and I'm literally, I can't, I can imagine with 4K cameras, someone going and go get Adam's fucking nostril, like just after the fucking Jimmy the rapey dolphin bit. <laughs> Um, 46th minute He's doing well for a cold isn't he? Um, No I don't do, do you genuinely think that anyone can know the future um, I just can't rule it out You know what I mean I, I don't know Yeah I know but you do But no people have people have predicted stuff before and it's come true So Yeah but Throw enough shit against the wall Anyone can predict sticks. anything Yeah they can yeah Doesn't mean it's real It doesn't But it's been scarily accurate with some people hasn't it What like Nostradamus um, didn't the people who built the pyramids? <laughs> oh, there we go. Get ready for some facts. Hey, you didn't like sharks? You're gonna love this. Didn't didn't they predict like uh, what? Yeah, Leicester <laughs> winning the league. Yeah, they did. Leicester winning the league. If you actually, when they went in one of those 
Was it Tutankhamun? If you actually look in his tomb, it said 2015, 16 or 2016. What about that octopus that predicted all the... Uh, <laughs> All the footy results in the World Cup. <laughs> just it's the same scrapped. thing. Same thing, isn't it? Same thing. <laughs> Paul yeah. the Octopus. Nostradamus never won the Euro Millions. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> what a bag of shite. And he predicted that someone would, and that was before the Euro Millions existed. Yeah. It's like someone's going to get fucking loads of dough for fuck all. What? What did Nostradamus <laughs> predict? What? What did Nostradamus predict? All right, back Did you, you know? <laughs> no. Nostradamus, what did he predict? Um... um um, oh, you go. Uh, <laughs> I think Vince's pulling it up. Is he? No, we, want, we, want, we want to know what you think he predicted. Let's not know the facts, because the facts aren't. <sighs> when you when was Nostradamus? Was he Italian? Oh, he's French. 1925. 1925? Yeah. 1555. You were wrong there, Carl, by a few, several hundred years. a couple of wars. 1555. And he was French. Right. <clears throat> the belt of Did he predict? Hold on. Is Notre Dame named after him? Nostradamus. Notre Dame. Right. Is he the hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could we make this episode more retarded? <laughs> I don't know how we could have done that then. <coughs> Amazing. Is Nostradamus it? Quasimodo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was no. He's, like, uh, He's on I'll, the five pound note, isn't he? I predict a riot. Right, go on. <laughs> That was the uh, Kaiser the Chiefs. He predicted the Kaiser Chiefs. <laughs> Notradamus. Notradamus. This is so stupid. So. Sorry, Father of London. He predicted what? He predicted the. So grave. he lived in 1555 yeah. in France in yeah. Paris. Yeah. It was all built by wood, and there was London, one of the other major cities in Europe, all built of wood. And he was like, uh, "I think there could be a fire." Yeah. I, no, I, also, I also don't respect that as a prediction because he could have started the fire. It was 150 He years didn't later. start the fire. You don't know that? He didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was always burning since the world's been turning. He so, predicted Billy Joel. <laughs> is that song about him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Of not Billy Joel. So he predicted the fire in London. Yeah, he said the blood will... Sutton burn through lightning to he's chatting shit yeah the ancient lady will fall from her high place several of the same sect will be killed yeah right I don't respect any oh, prediction bob on with all of that money I don't respect any prediction that you can have an influence on like I could predict that I'm about to slap the table and go that's was not 140 years later how the fuck could he have started the fire he could have told his grandson to do it <laughs> he predicted the coming of Hitler did he what did yeah. he say this German nonce with From a bad the death haircut. of Western Europe, a young child born of poor people. Um, he'll be naughty. <laughs> so oh, happy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob on that. Bob on. Did he, he predict Jimmy the rapey dolphin? <laughs> no. Because if he did... The Kennedy assassination he predicted? Yeah, what did he... Go on, how did he say, say that? Um, From on high, evil will fall of the great man. Shot and oh, this is spot on. I can't believe it. Spot on. You can see why he's got his reputation. <laughs> but hang on. If this is all he said, why, why do we even know his name? Why was anyone listening to this cunt? Because there's no telly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just sit and this guy was the Chappelle of his era. <laughs> Literally. Who's your favourite person from history, Dan? Thanks for asking. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> Emily Davidson, maybe. Who? Mine's David Copperfield. Yeah. He's still alive. <laughs> so? Person from... David Copperfield's not still alive. He is. He isn't. What's your favourite era of here? I like... I, I'd love... T- Tudor. I love the Cold Tudor War. Tudor England was great. When was the Cold War of them? Winter. <laughs> was it, was it around winter? November? I think it was around November to Feb. <laughs> Definitely. Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it how some things come up and I don't want to joke anymore. Like, what's your favourite era? Like, oh, well, Carl, it's actually Tudor England. Like a fucking absolute quendo. I can't do jokes anymore because I'm like, genuinely loved Wolf Hall. I, I loved ancient Egypt as a kid, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Yeah, pyramids and that. I'm a big cat. Yeah. So you obviously took it all in, didn't you? Super car moon, just like. Oh, it sounds good in your Scouse accent. All the Scousers listening are like, that's exactly how you say that. But <laughs> everyone else who's not, go and say it again. Toot and car moon. Toot and car moon. <laughs> what, how did you say it? I don't know, mate. But it just <laughs> sounds Carmen. fucking quality. Toot and, Toot and car moon, yeah, fucking know him. You his brother. <laughs> Jamie. Car moon. Jamie car moon. It's a double battle mate, surname. I'll tell you what. Toot and was hard, but don't fuck with his brother, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie Carmen will fucking bang you out. He wouldn't even want you talking about him. Hey, Tune's dead. But if you hear Jamie hears you talking about him. Uh, Why the Tudors, Doc? Covered in bronze. What? Why the Tudors? I I, I just think it's a a genuinely interesting point in our history that someone, a king, (coughs) got married to his dead brother's wife. And it was an arranged marriage. And, and like, literally for 20 years, this old Spanish lady who he didn't like basically couldn't give him kids, just pissed him off gradually and gradually. And he fucking messed up the whole country just to divorce her. He fucked us off from the Catholic Church. There's other reasons going on. To basically get money from the church, dissolve the monasteries, and just so he could get some crazy hot pussy in Anne Boleyn. Like, that is... And I'm totally oversimplifying, but basically this amazingly hot woman who completely dick-teased him made him go, right, not only am I divorcing my wife, uh, I'm going to... Invent divorce. I'm going to yeah, invent <laughs> divorce. I'm going to break from the Catholic Church. I'm going to create a church. What's the church should be called? I think it should be the Church of England. Who's the head of it? Me! <laughs> like, at, just because he was like, gosh, she's thin, she won't fuck me. If Anne Boleyn had sucked Henry VIII's dick any time before that divorce, he'd have been like, oh, yeah, probably just stick with this lot because, you know, it's easy. And it? Pope seems really annoyed. Let's not start a holy war that will have ramifications down the ages. post years guilt. But Anne Boleyn was like, you ain't fucking this until you've started a new religion. <laughs> That's how fit she was. She was like, I want uh, I want a whole new religion. I don't religion. think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready. <laughs> and apparently she had a sixth finger. Oh, good for the little stinky. I think that's. I think she only gave him hand jobs with the little extra, and he was like, "Oh, oh, oh Anne, what is this, you six-fingered bitch?" I don't think you're ready for this jelly because your church is just too religious for it, man. <laughs> it took a little while, but I'll give it you. It was phenomenal. <laughs> so uh, you like that because of the rich, and he likes cats and pyramids. No, but I made a model of Egypt. Yeah, when I was in school. Oh, right. Okay. And I don't mean to made pyramids and the, the Sphinx was hard, I'll be honest with you. 
pyramids were doable. Did you just paper mache your pet cat? I, I, I was always just obsessed with the fact that no one's got a fucking clue how they were made. Yeah. It's also there's also something about ancient burial that is fascinating. Yeah. Like the highest status you were. Must have been a motherfucker if, and this happened in like ancient history as well as, like in this country, like warring warlords were buried. If you ruled the area, when you died, you were put in a burial mound with like your best ship, and there was other burial mounds put around it, and all your stuff, and sometimes your wife, and sometimes some of your slaves were like, "In you go, he's dead," and I just find it fascinating. Like, how is that not interesting? And that's what happened in Egypt as well, isn't it? Those tombs were basically the the kings and the richest people of the day were just thrown in there with all the shit. And there must have been some fairly poor people like, oh, imagine if we just didn't bury them with all the shit. Their sons must have been like, oh, for fuck's sake, could inherit that. Good TV, that. <laughs> well, there wasn't TV. Didn't have tellies back then. They they Maybe they did. They used to use sound, apparently, to move the big rocks, didn't they? Where have you heard that? I think they used Jews. <laughs> That's a rumour as well. It was either no, Jews, no. It was either Jews uh, slaves or aliens. What, They're the two competing Or teams. sound. Look out! No, look out! Ishmael, give it a nudge! So you think Jews carried rocks as big as this building? Yeah, I think the Hebrews built the pyramid. Do you? Right. Yeah. I think so. Apparently they use like a technology that we can't access, sound waves and shit to move objects. Which is possible. It wasn't like, hey, and it moved. How did they get the top block on? Lots of Jews. But how? L loads of Hebrews. How? How'd you get it up that? Do you know how big the pyramids are? They're big. Yeah. What? Never seen them. It's yeah, like two machis on top of each other. Yeah, but what if they built from the bottom and then just nudged it up? You thought about that? What do you mean? Well, you get the top boulder, mm. and then you put four underneath it. Up it goes, and then so you... how'd you lift the last one? I was just being stupid, but you were all <laughs> looking at me like, a... "What? That's fucking stupid." <laughs> it was. I don't it know. Hundred percent aliens. Yeah. All right. Cool. Or do aliens? Yeah. Shout out Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> um. How is that the thing that made me flinch? <laughs> <laughs> I would argue, rightly so. <laughs> hey, shout out H and he Hebrews. Had a bad deal. Do you reckon there's any of them still alive? Let my what? people go. What? Like Gaston. Yeah. Um, is there any ancient Hebrews about? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In our space. Well, I need <laughs> a break. <laughs> I need a break. I think that's a good call. I think it's a good break. You know there's a disturbance in the force when it's me doing an ad read because I don't do this shit normally. But Manscaped have dropped a new ad. It's important. We love these guys. They've supported us, so support them. This ultimate package includes the amazing Lawnmower 4.0. Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming, have done it again. Two million men 
worldwide that trusts Manscaped with the new performance package 4.0 by going to manscaped.com. Use the code WORD20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's specific to the lids to this podcast. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. First off, the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the new lawnmower. This trimmer is insane, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. It also has this amazing LED light, so if you're a maverick and you shave your balls in the dark, you can see where you go. And as I said, the Weed Whacker is amazing. It uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual blade system you get all of this kit within the performance package 4.0 and then seal the deal with manscapes liquid formulations their crop preserver ball deodorant for before leaving the house and the crop reviver ball toner manscapes even throw in two free gifts with every performance package 4.0 get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code word 20 treat yourself go around the house see what else you can shave but shave everything carl can you shave pets don't shave you pets' balls. Just use it on yourself. 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com using the code WORD20. Aye? Uh, we've got some questions. James E. Have you got a favourite hate crime? Um, hate crime. Where you commit a crime based on your hatred against a group. A group? Yeah. Like an ethnic group? I think this is Turkish, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Um, it's basically every time I bully Finn, I think. Yeah. Is that classed as a hate crime because he's of ethnicity? You know, he's... Are you doing it because of that ethnicity? Partly, I think. Yeah, yeah. then that's a hate crime. Uh, yeah, yeah. It goes straight to the accent, doesn't it? But it's mainly the Welsh thing that gets me. That's still a hate crime. I You're live on the Welsh. border, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Can't be, come on, bro. It is. Is it? Well, hate crimes are prostitutes. Do, do you feel like you're a victim of hate crime? Yeah, I drew a line on, on whenever we recorded and I'm sticking with that line. Stupid Welsh line. It get a heavier sentence if it's a hate crime. So if you rob like a gay person's house and they go, he did that because this is a gay house. <laughs> you, get, you, get you, you, you have managed there to give an example that I don't think has ever happened in any any form of the law. No, this was a gay burglary. <laughs> you know how I know? They took all the scatter cushions. <laughs> they took all the Aber albums. <laughs> That's a cushion. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Hang on, the bagel is gay. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, no, but it. they took what they knew would hurt them. <laughs> Signed Sam Smith poster. Bastards. Anyway, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that before we start in the second. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Gay burglary. Gay burglary. A burglary. Oh, hang on. Gay and burglary. A gurglery. <laughs> that sounds gay. <laughs> what are we doing? No, I don't know. But you started that one. That's on you, that one. Don't be like, wow, what are we doing? You definitely, you drove the fucking bus what, into the wall there. What I there. just love doing is, you know, you do all this lovely press. Just to fuck it up. <laughs> just love. Dan, have you ever uh, fingered a stranger? <laughs> Before you ask a question. You've definitely fingered a stranger. Yeah, let yeah, that's true. <laughs> Isn't everyone a stranger when you finger them? <laughs> Everyone. What? Is that how you meet people? 
Well, nice to meet you, Carl. I don't know you. Shake my hand all you want. Until I've had my fingers inside you, uh, you're a stranger to me. And that's how I ruin every family wedding. A stranger is a friend you haven't made yet. Right. Yeah, I can make friends without fingering. Oh, right, I can't. It's a, fr- a friend you haven't made yet, not a friend maybe you haven't Finn, maybe, yet. Finn, that's where we've been going wrong. <laughs> See you later. You got any questions, Sam? Yeah, have you? That you just thought up and would fucking be weird and slightly upsetting. <laughs> Favourite? Have not- you ever punched someone from an ethnic minority, a child from an ethnic minority for no reason? Dan, <laughs> got this question. Thought of it 12 seconds ago. James E says, Hi, Lids. Question about uh, Adam's tour. I mean, I'll read it how you wrote it. Hi, Lids. Question about Adam tour. Uh, I'll be in Liverpool start of Feb and looking to come into hot water where Adam's on. If you were on, oh, sorry. If you were on, would you be doing any content from your tour? So, uh, oh, he, he me on Twitter. Yeah, so James, I think he's sort of like trying to articulate the same <laughs> thought. People are coming to see us on our circuit gigs and then they're like, oh, what would happen if you're on tour? So I've booked the Leeds date, but wouldn't want to spoil it by seeing half a show in hot water. So uh, will you be doing any content from your tour at your circuit gigs. So yeah. your tour starts in February. Yeah. And you're doing so circuit from now, gigs. Yeah. So from now until February, I will be using my circuit gigs to get the material ready to go on tour with. So we've said this before. If you want to come and see a brand new hour of stuff every year from your favourite comedian, just go to their tour shows. If you come to a comedy club, first of all, you might see stuff from the last tour that you've seen before. Second of all, you might see brand new stuff that isn't very good yet. And thirdly, you will definitely see stuff before it goes on the new tour. There isn't a complete... Like, some comedians are not like this. Some comedians have the same club set for 20 years and then write a new tour show. I use my club gigs, my circuit club gigs, to get me tour show ready. So, yeah, from now until February, if you see me live in a comedy club, you are going to see probably 20 to 25 minutes of what will end up being an hour-long tour show. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that if you've seen us on the circuit, you've seen everything that's going in the tour, there'll be loads more. Genuinely, if you really like what Adam does, if you really like what I do, you'll be able to see us on the circuit and then come to see that tour show and not be disappointed. You might have seen highlights of some of the bits, but what you'll find is that some of those bits that you think you've seen completely will be longer or a little bit like there'll be extra bits added on in the tour or they'll come as part of like a bigger bit. Like it's, as a fan of comedy, I love seeing people stretch their legs at Edinburgh shows and on tour shows. It's a different type of performance. There's You get more from it. The, the weekend circuit stuff, particularly the weekend circuit stuff, is punchy. It gets straight to the funnies. But there's so much more if you're a fan of comedy about the journey to those big funnies. And I don't think you'd be disappointed if you saw both. No, I, I don't think you would. But I to, to make sure they're not disappointed, they need that information. Totally. Like, like the doctor's routine I've been doing for, what, two months now? That's going in my tour. I'm about to retire it from circuit gigs because it's done and it's ready. And that'll probably go on the tour. Uh, I might do it a couple of times at Christmas or hot water. But yeah, if you come and see me in the next couple of months, you are going to see bits of what will be in the tour. By the time it gets to the tour, they'll be longer, they'll be better, they'll be sharper, there'll be more punchlines. And there will obviously be another 40 minutes that you haven't seen if you've seen 20 minutes on at a comedy club. But yeah, there absolutely will be repetition. And if you want the tour date 
to be completely new to you and not anything you've seen before, don't come and see me between now and then. That's why I'm not retweeting any of the gigs that I'm doing on the circuit. And I think there's going to be a conversation soon because you've had a bit of pull for a wee while. Now, all of a sudden, I've not got like a pull. No, yeah. I can tell promoters are like, could you retweet and try and get some listeners in? You're like, no, not really. I can occasionally where I, I, like, I'll, I'll I'm do not it. doing it all the time. No, I want I, people to be coming to the tour. Yeah, I'll do it at my leisure. Yeah. Like... If if it's for a mate, like I did Dean Coughlin's new gig on Monday this week. Oh my God, at the Jacaranda? Yeah, it's great. I'm 100% going to that gig. It, it's, a, it's a lovely little gig. It's a sign-up show. So it ran from eight o'clock till midnight the other night. Because the way he's running it is, if, you, if you're a comic and you turn up and you say, I want to get on, you get on. But he's now going to cap that at 20 sign-ups because he had like 28 comics turn up going, I get five minutes, yeah? Um, Do you get, as if you're a pro act... Do you get to choose where and when you go on? So he's putting a pro act Because I'm not going at quarter to midnight. No, he's putting a pro act on at the start for 15 minutes every week. I'm going to, to that. To That's do whatever. Exactly so I, so what I opened I it the other night and just tried out some newer bits. Got a really, really good joke about people get up early in the morning that I sort of ad-libbed on the way. <laughs> it's a fucking pop. I will not enjoy that joke. Um, um, what is the history of the Jacaranda? Hot water used to be in the basement. And it was where the Beatles did their first ever gig. Right. Equally important. Yeah. Both it was thing. also where the first script of Jimmy the Rapey Dolphin was written. It was, yeah. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. And Fact. it's Liverpool heritage, isn't it? Fact. Liverpool heritage. Jimmy the Rapey Dolphin. Do you remember that? Yeah. You, I mean, you grew up on it, didn't you? <laughs> we grew up on it every week. We sit down, watch the same film. <laughs> Oh, and my dad would be like, hey, while you're watching this, don't forget to remember, it was written in the jack. <laughs> <laughs> and don't, for fuck's sake, go out and stick your dick in any blowholes. <laughs> Wasn't even smoking. Um, I can't. I want to come to Dublin. I want to come to the Dublin date. I don't know how I'm going to make that happen, but you are doing Dublin, and I am not, don't want to come and support. I want to come up. You'll be, are you going to Dublin as well? Yeah. Oh, I want to come to Dublin. Finn, should we go to Dublin? All right. So Dublin sold out. I'll treat Finn. Oh. I'll treat Finn to a flight to Dublin because I've been bullying him racially for the ages. The amount of people is Dublin. Because we had a Jew and Finn because me and Carl were already going That's two doubled as four. But th- I, meant the, I, meant the, the joke. I meant the Irish capital. <laughs> I meant the Irish capital, Dublin. No, no, no. You. The amount is Dublin. You took the sound of the name of that city. Yeah. By the time this goes out, there will probably Touché. be a second Dublin date on sale. Even so the date we, of Dublin? What happened with Dublin? I knew Dublin was going to sell well because of the amount of Irish listeners we've got. Shut up. <laughs> if you say Dion, I'm turning your mic off. I genuinely thought. I know. In my head, I can, I'm almost like, can hear you going, Dion. Uh, so that's what the city was named after. <laughs> it's named after the they love that. They, they love that. They used to be that. called something else, and then and then he played for Aston Villa, and they were like, "Do you know what?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him. Um, <laughs> when we booked it in, they were like, "Right, we've got one room that's like I think it's like two hundred seats, and one room that's seventy. And I was like, "Well, we'll do the two hundred And they were like, "English acts don't sell," and it sold out in about an hour and a half. So I think on the Sunday we're going to do that really small room, and I think we're adding the Monday in the bigger room. We're mm. trying to anyway. Yeah, like, I, I had you'll a know, you'll you'll have already seen by now if that's happened. Adam yeah. Rowe, UK forward slash shows. I've had a guy who books a gig who I asked if I could do the theatre 
And he went, I can't put something in that's not going to sell. And uh, because the tours sold so well, I got a message from them going, yeah, I've dropped the ball on that. Do you want to add it? But I can't add it now because I've put I've put a, re- a date in the region. Mm. It's going to fuck off everyone who... I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not pissing everyone off. Like, I'm not going to add a Sheffield date. I'm not adding a Newcastle date because of that. Because people have, from Newcastle have bought tickets to Stockton. If I now go, oh, I'm going to put Newcastle on, I'm just going to wait till the tour after. But it's funny how people really underestimate this podcast. And like, I sort of, in Dublin, ha, do they know? I don't know. But I think everyone's working it out now, aren't they? Yeah. But this has got some pull. Um, question from Jordan Pillin. Um, all right, Lids. On the topic of this week's fixture of United versus Liverpool, uh, since a young age, my dad has shown me what it's like to support Man United. Obviously, I've grown up watching them, but now he's made a post via Facebook describing how he's lost touch with United and now wants to support Liverpool. Am I going mad or is he just an armchair fan? Can I read you the post? This is the post on Facebook. I have a couple of simple rules that my dad taught me when I was young. This is the dad, by the way. So he's talking about Jordan's granddad. If you like a club, then believe in it and follow it through thick and thin, rough and smooth. But whenever you lose faith, lose faith in the team that you love. If it doesn't mean anything to you anymore, then sever all allegiances and start afresh. Just don't give up football. A very apt statement from my late father, who never fucking said it, but one which has seriously affected my beliefs in the institution that I supported. I am severing... I love it how he's doing it like a press conference. (laughs) I am severing all allegiances with the team that I have supported for four decades. I've simply had enough with immediate effect. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) From mid-day to day, uh, I will be changing my club to Liverpool Football Club. If, this is brilliant, when he's, he's already on the defensive. If you're a family member or friend, then if you were offended by my choice, simply unfriend me. It's my life, my choice. And now my football team, it's like he's changing gender. Many thanks to all those who have stuck by me on this football indecision because you are allies. And to all those who hate me for switching into institutions, then it's your problem, not mine. So that's Jordan right, Pillin's dad. I'm telling you right now, I know there's a lot of t- a hot topic on the trans issues at the minute. I draw the line, yeah. the transition in football clubs. Yeah. You can cut your dick off and turn it into a pussy all you like. You, c- you are not buying a Liverpool shirt. I will find out your name. I'll make sure the club store bars you and everyone you know from buying a Liverpool top. You're not fucking welcome. No. Public execution. United are shite now. We don't do fussy on this because Dan knows I'll wind all our fucking listeners up. United are shite. They're not even that bad though. They are. No, they're not like... They are. No, but Jesus I mean... Jesus Christ. They are fucking seventh in the league or something. Give me a fucking break. If that's I mean, what it takes... I mean, fucking find your daft cunt. Yeah. Just take your punches, you pathetic gimp. You can't just ch- switch to the best team on the planet just because United are fucking shit. No. We had three decades of not winning a title. If you get to 30 years, then we'll let you join. He's not if welcome. United go 30 years without having a league title, I'll buy you the shirt myself. But then again, if you're one of our listeners, Dad, you'd probably be dead in 30 years. I will, <laughs> I, I will, I will take a shirt to your grave and I will, I will put it there. Can I say that this is such an uncomfortable feel that Jordan, who I guess is probably a younger lad, like, has worked this out and that his dad, like, who definitely should know, but you've supported a team for four decades, four triumphant decades, and now you're like, I just can't. I'm, t- I'm breaking all allegiances. 
What a fucking joke. Shitbag cunt. And no one is impressed by this. Like, So you think, anyone who doesn't believe, uh, support my decision, he, in his head, I think he's like, Man United fans are going to say that I'm a, a dyke jumper and a, and a traitor. Mate, no Liverpool fan wants anything to do with you. Yeah. The thing is, you can't. If I tried to support another team, I physically couldn't do That's why it. I can't properly pick a team for the NFL. Yeah, you can't put the emotion yeah. into it. There's no connection. You wouldn't care. Yeah, but what happened with me with the NFL is I started supporting it. For the first year, I just picked the Jets to just annoy my housemate who was a Giants fan. And then he literally, after the season, was like, I know you don't get this, but it's not annoying because the New York Giants and the New York Jets are in different divisions, in different conferences, you are using football of like, oh, I'm a Giants fan, so I'll be a Jets fan. You must be big rivals. They're not even that arsed about each other. They're ne they never play. They might they might play once every four years. So I was like, and then I was like, I watched the Jets a bit. I was like, oh, I'm genuinely going to choose a team. So I ch chose the Saints. And again, after a season, I could have probably changed again, but I really did like the Saints. That's eight, nine years ago. And then it just starts creeping in. It needles in. And in that time, we have lost two games in the sort of like conference championship and the divisional rounds that were so close when we could have gone on to Super Bowls. And those defeats and how much I cared made it like, I think they've cemented that yeah, sort yeah. of like, but still like it's, it, this is beyond that, isn't it? Because this is 40 years. It's so unheard of. This isn't just you going, oh, I started supporting the LA Lakers and, now that they're not as good this season, like I almost think you get forgiven for like a your Scottish team or like an American team. Yeah. But this is the football team that you've supported for four years. It just the biggest just, one of the biggest it's horrible. on earth as well. Like, what are you doing? It reeks of like would Jordan's dad. Do you know like, what? I, do you know what I'd respect here? Do you know if he went? Do you know what? I'm done with United and I'm done with modern football at the top level. I'm going to support. Ultra for those like ones. a yeah. like a, a non-league or a lower league club and like a local club. Like, I'd go, all right, I sort of get that. Like, I understand why a lot of old-school football fans, like Eddie Brimson, who we had on this couch, is sort of completely disillusioned with how football has been sort of infected and ruined with money. Yeah, because he was on the terraces in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, so I understand that older guys going, this is not what I got him for. Like, I, I think I might be like that if I was of that age, but I've grown up with the Premier League. So and I'm obsessed with Liverpool winning the biggest honours on the planet. I I haven't got that need to go. This isn't what I know. So I'm going to a lower league. He he has. You can't go from United to Liverpool. He's got to be taking the piss. Yeah, it's literally. He's not welcome. And I'm not a Liverpool fan. It's a, it's, a, it's a it's an awful tendency, isn't it? It's like oh, my wife of four years has just been diagnosed with cancer. Like I just feel like. Your sister is fitter, you know? It's worse and than that. anyone who's annoyed at me can unfriend me. But now, I'm with Bev. But you, you can't, we were like, talking you can't about, do it emotionally. I, I did the, the Red Men TV the other day, the, the Liverpool fan YouTube and podcast uh, channel. They've been very kind to us, haven't they? They've been good guys. We love them. Yeah, and uh, we were talking about the fact that we've got to enjoy this period of success as Liverpool fans where we're doing that to United and, you know, we're in the running for the biggest honours on the planet because the days United are having now, the reason their fans are struggling so much, like he is, and that they've never been through it. They've had this two decades of dominance and they don't recognise that 
the the things that oh well we've signed a couple of players so we're in the title race. I did that for years when Gerard and Torres were there and we had decent teams. And you always convince yourself oh we could catch those teams that are above us who've strengthened. United are doing what Liverpool did in the the nineties and the noughties. That's what they're going through. But as Liverpool fans of my age right now, we've been through the shit where. And I'm, I, I know I'm talking from a, a position of football and privilege here. We're not like Sheffield Wednesday who've got, gone down several tiers or whatever. But we've been that mediocre mid sort of seventh and eighth Premier League team. and that's Good, what, but not great for a while. Yeah, and it, it's almost worse than being shit because you just know that by fucking January, your results don't really matter because you're going to stay up and you're not going to qualify for anything. But, I don't know, man. But Liverpool are going to have these days again. And you've got to just accept that they're there and that they're necessary to rebuild and go again and win titles. This fella's pathetic. And yeah. I, and by the way, there's not a lot of these. There's not, there won't be it a lot. And there, be. Won't, there won't have been a lot of Liverpool fans that got to the early 90s under Sooners and went, right, I'm not doing this anymore. Because the 70s and 80s were amazing, weren't they? Yeah. I don't, I just think it speaks. I love how Jordan, good for fucking hotting him out. Because what is this about? It's awful. But Jordan knows because he's one of ours. Fucking one of ours. Um, it won't last long. I still feel guilty about binning the, the Jets because I didn't like the feel. I feel really guilty about binning the Jets, the Rams, and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> and I'll feel even hey, worse. but you're a bear for life now, lad. I'll feel even worse next year when I've been the Bears and support whoever's in Wembley next year. <laughs> if we rebrand our colours, Adam's in the merch store. Even if we NFL. don't, if the Denver Broncos come over, I'll get one of their tops as well. Same colours. They are the same colours. Yeah, colors. they are. Yeah. Um, Aaron says... What's good, Lids? Needs a bit of advice here, guys. Um, I've been on a swingers site. I'm 22. Already, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. I respect your style. <laughs> I received a message from a guy asking to join in with him and his sub for a threesome. I thought you were going to say son then. With, no, his sub for a threesome. It's Oli Gunnar Schultz. No, anyway, his sub for a threesome. And it was a great experience. Then the day after, I went back to her house and slept with her again. Nice. I still live at home. And said to my parents, I was seeing an older woman that I knew from work. I said she was in her 30s, but she's actually 48. Unsure of how to tell my parents that she's actually 48 and we met on a swinger site. Do I just live with a lie or tell them the truth on how we met? Love the pod, you sexy bastards. That's from A.A. Ron. Why do you need to tell your parents about this? I know. You get old, man. Why, why are you telling your mum that you're shagging fucking pensioners? How old is mum? Pensioners. Bro, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're not 48, Dad. Don't worry about it. Not seven, far off, am I? Seven years away from your pension. My fucking sex bus pass. <laughs> um, just keep. 22 on a swingers site. The ball's on AA run. I love him. Nah, I'm not into Tinder. Plenty of fish is done. I'm on a swingers site banging some old dude's 48 year old submissive. Sounds great. Submissive sound good, don't they? Suck my dick. Clean my car. And get me a Capri Sun. <laughs> there's some things, there's some drinks that are so innately, like, childlike. It's just awful, isn't it? Like, suck my fucking dick and then get me a fromage free. <laughs> Sunny day. Lick out my arsehole. Get me a munch bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking a pipe with a face. Get us a fucking fruit shoot. <laughs> It's Jimmy. The rain <laughs> is 
I, d- I don't know what you're doing on swingers sites at 22, but it sounds fun. There's there's a, the, the 40 year old in me is like, why didn't I do this shit? Because the internet wasn't invented. <laughs> Shut up. Just shag on and don't tell your mum. Yeah. Yeah. How open are you with your parents? You're like, I need to, obviously, I need to tell them exactly Maybe what I'm doing. He found out about this website from his parents because they're top shaggers. Oh, so he's from a long line of swingers. Yeah. Maybe he walked into their bedroom and they were just getting pile drived by loads of people they messed on this website. And he was like, Dad, Dad, I'll, I'll leave now. Where'd, where'd you sort this shit out? And he was like, oh, it, it's bangerstrangerswife.com. And he's gone, nice one. And he's yeah, that's really fat. Yeah. Maybe he wants to just let them know I've used the website yeah. and I'm shagging. That's your reaction, though, isn't it? You're like, bloody hell, mum and dad's room, man. Keep it down. If you left the TV on, oh, it's a gangbang. Sorry, my initial reaction is, I'm going to leave now. Where did you find out about this? Grangbang. Grangbang. <laughs> getting pile dry. I like getting, getting pile dry. <laughs> yeah, but that's what would get your attention, isn't it? Yeah, I just think, just do whatever you want, lad, and you don't need to tell your mum and dad. Just keep you. it to your fucking self. You are going to go on such a weird sex journey if at 22 you are already on swingers' websites and knocking on them 48-year-old subs. Is he asking them to get involved? What? Maybe he's asking them to get involved. His parents. Who? Come with me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why else would you tell them? Right. (sighs) I think that's a very specific website, isn't it? Pile drivers? Pile drivers. Hanging strangers with me, mum and dad.com. Yeah. Forward slash pile drivers. What was that? Oh, really? (laughs) Dot org. I reckon it's an org. Non-profit. Charity. Non-profit. <laughs> <laughs> Dot gov. <laughs> <laughs> Dot Cornwall. <laughs> oh, joke. Cornwall. You're welcome. You okay? I was just uh, disappointed with my own joke. <laughs> I just had a little moment. You're like, it's lovely to watch. I really prefer Jimmy the Rapey Dolphin than... We've, uh, we've mentioned Bravey Dolphins quite a lot today, but there's uh, there's been something going on over the past couple of weeks. I don't know whether you've seen much of it. There's been a lot of... Uh, <laughs> was that a screech? There you go. Uh, it was, to be fair, it actually wasn't. But it, I, now I realise where you're going, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, let me close this laptop. There's been a lot of rapey uh, men, hasn't there? And there always is, because men are audible cunts. But, uh, yeah, Finn. Um, have you seen the spiking shit that's going on? Yeah. You uncomfortable? It's just fucking awful. Oh, I need to talk. If, I, if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. But I it's, do want to talk about it. It is it, uncomfortable, isn't it? I think we've got a very laddie fan base. Even the girls we have listening, I think, are very involved with lad humour and we'll have some lad mates, won't they? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so for years, girls have had to worry about like shit getting put in their drinks and stuff. And girls have now started with... like. There's, there's certain things you can get, like um, plastic covers to go over cups in nightclubs. Yeah, they've been around for ages. I, yeah. I've, I've heard of them ages ago. Or like cellophane over it, so you could just put your straw in, there's no other holes. If you're poor, yeah. bring your own. <laughs> like your <laughs> grand's jam. Like, look, color. can I store my cling film behind the bar? <laughs> <laughs> um, and some fucking horrendous cunt lads have just taken things to the next level, and they've started injecting girls with like date rape drugs i seen one thing on sam showed me it yesterday someone got jabbed with an injection in pizza hut like they're not even just doing it in nightclubs obviously nightclubs is where a lot of it's happening there's been a big boycott of nightclubs this week and um there's lads taking syringes with drugs that would 
rehypnol essentially, liquid rehypnol in into um, bars and injecting girls with. But one 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 fucking horrible cunt on it at Pizza Hut, and I seen there's a there's a club owner in Liverpool. He uh, he owns he's one of a, a group of people who owns several of the big nightclubs. I'm not going to name the nightclubs or him because uh, he posted this on his personal Facebook page. He said, girls, just to let you know, I think I speak on behalf of a lot of venues in town when I say, if we catch a lad spiking your drink, he's not getting handed to the police, we will hand him to an ambulance crew. And <laughs> I think that's how this shit gets fucking dealt with, to be honest with you. If me, Carl, Paul Blair, Paul Smith, Tony Cannell, and all the lads we go out with, or Josh and Steve from school... We're in Liverpool. I, I hope I'm not just speaking out of turn for all the lads. If we seen something like this happening, this lad would be dragged and beaten within a fucking inch of their life, and that's what they fucking deserve. Giving them to the police, so the police can go, no, you shouldn't do that. Give us that needle and go back to your night out, or we, we'll keep you for 12 hours in the militia. These are horrible, horrible cunts. And if lads are doing this, I've seen videos where lads are like distracting girls so their mates can put stuff in people's drinks. If anyone you hear of is doing this or you've heard someone's doing it and you're a man, you should be pulling these fucking lads up and fucking questioning them on it. And if they're doing it, they deserve a slap and they deserve ostracising from any group of friends. This this can't be going on. Like, every, we've all got sisters, we've all got cousins, we've all got girlfriends, we've all got... You, You've got, we've got to start listening to these girls. The amount of effort these girls have to go in to on nights out, on walks home. People, there's a video today of a, a woman getting fucking attacked with a needle in the streets in broad daylight in London. They can't go to the fucking shops at the minute because there's horrible rapey cunts who just want to do whatever it takes to get their fucking dick wet. It's pathetic. And as far as I'm concerned, the vigilante justice that was proposed on Facebook by this lad that I know is absolutely valid. Yeah, I think it's uh, time for a bit of vigilance, isn't it? Because they just can't go on. Just check your mates. If everyone checks the mates. Keep... Yeah, and, and it's, again, it's a tiny minority, in it? But uh, it's Same not, name. okay, it's not, this is not a problem for young women. This is a problem for all of us. And I know that sounds like I'm, like I'm doing that thing of like, I'm an ally, but like, this is a problem for everyone because we've all got, friends, mates who are women, sisters, and I've got a daughter who will one day be going out. So it's all of our problem. Fucking I, hell. I, if, if I seen something like this happening, especially to a girl that I know or a girl that I love, me cousin Dolly or Sam or Serica, if we were on a night out and I seen anyone attempting something like this, I'll end up in jail because I'll see red and I will, I will, I will go fucking... <laughs> Berserk. I'm sorry for using that word, but it was right in front of me. Head. <laughs> it's a very hot topic of a word on Scouts Twitter at the minute. Um, Properly, it, it needs it needs fucking sorting and fast. And everyone, if you're on a night out and you see a girl who is completely legless and there's a lad sort of helping her towards a taxi, question it. Okay, it might be a boyfriend. It might be a gay best friend. It might be a, a, a lad she knows from a house or whatever. It and might it, not be. It might it not might be, and I'm telling be. you right now, it's definitely worth going over and going, what's going on here? And if she acts like she doesn't know this guy, get a doorman, get someone else involved. You don't have to tackle these people on their own, because if they've got needles to be stabbing girls with, they might have something else in their pocket as well. Yeah. But And if it happens outside Pizza Hut, definitely fucking ask. Yeah, I think one. I think the police really need Sorry, to get involved. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist, it's but like, insane. how do you, how like, yeah. you go to, How do you get that ready? What do I do? I'm, I'm a deep pan uh, pepperoni. Am I going to get a garlic bread and cheese? 
how am I going to rape someone? I don't know. Repel my car, please. Oh, sorry, that's my syringe. I'll leave that there you for have a to minute. Or, you have to Apple buy syringes. Fucking you animal. have to prepare it. You are, like, it's fucking... There's so much premeditation going on. It's insane. There's, there's, like, there's so much effort and disgust and consideration going into how do I get a girl that doesn't want to fuck me to fuck me? It's horrendous. There's no comedy in it. It's pathetic. These men are pathetic. And anyone who knows that it's going on or fucking assists it by distracting women, you're as bad, if not worse, fucking sort it out. Have a word with your mates. Have a word with people who aren't your mates and fucking stop it happening and do whatever it takes to make sure these people get the comeuppance. That's the name of the podcast, you know? Have a word. Yeah. On brand. Break time. Keep an eye out. Let's go All right. Wag wag lids. Hope you're enjoying today's patron exclusive. We've got some new merch that you can see over my boobie. Is this real? This is an ad, this. Oh, for the merch. For the merch that you're wearing. Get one of these ones. But when you buy it, get one that fits you. <laughs> they come in different sizes. But I would definitely maybe order one size up. Unless you want to feel like it's a Tammy Girl starter bra. Have a word pod.com is where you get the merch com. from. And it'll save you wearing that pile of shite that you're wearing at uh, the minute. We just said, don't be doing the mean thing. You look like a fucking pedo. Get some merch. But he can't help himself. They just, but look at them. Look through the camera at that fucking scruffy twat on the other side of it. I like you. I think you look good. Fucking pathetic. But you'll look better in Have A Word Pod merch. That's, that's what I was saying, just in a more polite way. And that's here. Because Carlo put the graphic in. HaveAWordPod.com. If you can't read. Get on me. Sound good? All right. I mean, I was necking some water as you pressed record. You feeling better? You feeling fresher? No. I just had a roast dinner. <laughs> what For brunch. Literally. For lunch. <laughs> In the gap between we recording part one and part two, we went over to the cafe and they were like, I've got a pork roast dinner today. And I was like, I'll have that. Right, I'm right. ready for a nap. Yeah. Do they think it's Christmas? I wouldn't put it past them to be like, What? It's a Christmas. <laughs> Should we do our Christmas song for them? And it's a parody of Live Aid. And it's called Do They Think It's Christmas? And we just release it late October we every should. year. We should. Do should. they think it's Christmas with this lost? Gary Miller exit! <laughs> Hello, Dan. Hello, Adam. Hi. Hi. I have not had a roast. I have, in fact, had nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not eaten. I've not eaten all day because I asked you to do this at midnight last night. Was it midnight? Yeah, it was near. It was near midnight, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I was just about. Uh, I was just about going to bed. And you live in? I, I live in Chelmsford in Essex. Yeah. And I'd actually taken two days off because I'd been really. I'd been driving up and down the country, and I was like, I'm going to take two days off. I'm just going to hang out at home. I'm going to watch TV. And I can chill with your infant child. Yeah, with my infant child. Yeah. And then uh, nah. Yeah. So I had a couple of beers last night, <laughs> and then he texts me and goes, "Do you want to do the pod?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, I'll do the fucking pod. Yeah, you should always try and book the pod at midnight. Midnight. <laughs> That's the, where we've been going the, wrong. For the next day for people who live in the south. But you actually, you asked me to do the pod last year. Yeah, and I was all set to come up and do it in lockdown two or one of yeah. one of the lockdowns. Uh, but my wife was pregnant and she was like, "I'm worried about COVID, so you can't." So I was like, "Ah, you know, fair enough." Um, so yeah, I, I cancelled on you. So I felt like now you'd ask me again, and I, you know what? Last time I, I pussed out and, and now you've asked again and I technically am doing nothing tomorrow and I do have 10 hours of that Hillary Mantle, Audrey, or Hillary Mantel audio book about the French Revolution to finish. So why not? 
so wow. yeah. I don't think that is ever going to be used again as an excuse for, for doing have a word. I've got that Hillary Mantel audio book, and I thought, I know how I'll pair this with, have a word. Yeah. Well, I'll, we were nearly just going to... Every now and then, we don't have a guest on a public episode, and we just do it. Yeah. Um, and that's through a combination of sometimes we've gone, should we just have a break and just do us? And there's been times where people have cancelled very, very last minute. Yeah. This date, the, we're recording it on the 28th, aren't we? I've asked, like, loads of people who are, like, nearby or whatever. There's, And I know you live in Essex, so I, I spoke yeah. to you last week when we did Hot Water together. I was like... Well, we'll we were at a you point, and you, you said, do you want to do it? And you went, you don't have to travel. I went, I'll travel. <laughs> and you were like, right, okay. <laughs> I was like, hey, we yeah. didn't hold that COVID shit against you. That was, like... We've had some pulls where you're like, yeah, you like get a little. It was yeah. me and my my wife is a spoiler. Yeah, sport. but that's yeah. yeah. In in the old Panny D, if you're pregnant, I mean, I came in every every week with my wife going, it is is it socially distanced? We're like, no, it's a bubble. <laughs> like we're in a bubble. <laughs> and Adam um, Adam still shows up to work when he's full of germs. It's like yeah. post COVID, you arrive, you go, oh, I'm, full of, I'm full of flu. That's like, how you grow a fucking podcast, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he missed last week. Oh, I can't miss this week. Yeah, you have yeah. to have gaps between us missing weeks. So I've got a cold. I've done tests. It's not COVID. Yeah, I've yeah. just got that super bug shite that's going around. Yeah, I've had it three times. It's a super bug. Yeah, yeah. No immunity to it whatsoever. What, what no. are we talking What is this? Isn't what the is bug this? always going around? Garrett, come yeah. on. Not yeah. you, man. You're not the guy that goes, I've had the super bug three times, surely. Well, it was a bit of flu, isn't it? Yeah, all right, yeah, there you yeah, go. It's a bit of a cold. Yeah, yeah. Do you mean three it... times ever or recently? Recently, like I went up to Edinburgh and and got it up there and then I came back and it only lasted like a day and then... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't usually do this to a guest yeah, so yeah, early. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so you just, you go up to Edinburgh. Yeah. And then for the day, for a day after, <laughs> you sort of feel rough and... I mean, I oh, no, no, it wasn't that. Look, oh, I can, okay. Because yeah, it own, sounds like a hangover. No, no, it? I can own a hangover. No, right, this is okay, like, right. just like a, a super bug, and it really <laughs> came on at about one, I got two it o'clock. From a bad kebab in the in the loft bar when I was doing sambuca. <laughs> some no loft bar, no loft bar this year though. So, all right, there's okay. no industry or anything. It was just uh, fantastic. Yeah, it was great. It was the comics and audiences. It was Edinburgh's Prague Spring. Yeah. They just Can I just tell you, yeah. the way everyone who's made it out, it's like, there wasn't even buildings. We just did comedy <laughs> in the meadows. Yeah, it was that. There was 12 locals and one fucking... Yeah, we showed up at the train station and there yeah. were just thousands of Scottish people and we just, we, we stood on the carriage of the train like <laughs> Lenin coming to St. Petersburg. It was like, <laughs> the English people are back with the comedy. And they went, oh, thank you. Um, Four stars minimum. Uh... Right. None of that. None of that. So None of them. You've up. had super flu three times. Did yeah. you get it last night after those couple of tins? Yeah. I, I didn't know. I'm absolutely. You've had super flu up the M6. Yeah. No, we I'm first fine. became friends in mm. Edinburgh a few years ago, didn't we? Because we had a similar show time, and our our show venues were about two or three hundred yards away from each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we we had a, a bit of a catchphrase that sort of we kept bumping into each other. And we were both having the best Edinburgh run either of us have ever had. And at one point, I don't know whether it was me or you that said it. We're like, hey. Not bad for a couple of club comics. It was definitely you. It was me, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not a club comic. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in the theatre. <laughs> like, oh. Just in a Bolshevik revolution. <laughs> yeah. I want to change. He's <laughs> definitely not the standard club comic. Um, but yeah, yeah, we were, we, were doing, we were doing quite well despite... Uh, 
despite also being able to do quite well in basements. Yeah, yeah, doing, doing, doing the jumping from being able to talk for 20 minutes to being able to talk for 55. Yeah. And uh, having the Guardian go, yes, it's fine. <laughs> um, which <laughs> they definitely... I managed to watch all of it yeah. without vomiting. Yeah. Um, but that Edinburgh was a, a big kickoff for you, wasn't it? Because that's where you first sort of got a, a bit of a TV break. We were talking about yeah. this last week, we went for a pint. Garrett is so middle-class, straight, and white man. But he got his first TV break on Conan in Los Angeles. Like, he can't he can't get booked on a panel show over here because they're all like, we can't have you. We've had people who look and sound vaguely like you before. Wow. But Conan was like, no, you're actually really good in stand-up, so we'll have you over here. Yeah, yeah, so we got to go to, uh, got to, go to Disneyland and everything. It was great. What is that part of the package? No, no, I just went over for a week. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll do a load of clubs. And I brought my wife with me and she really wanted to go to Disneyland. We took the Sunday off. We went to Disneyland. And it's uh, it's eye-wateringly expensive, Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, it's just dropped more than the fee. I'm just <laughs> getting in there. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's not better than Alton Towers or anything. But I, <laughs> it's not better than Alton Towers. No, no, it's just, it's fine. And it's a theme park. Where are the, where are, where is the Disney? One in Florida, one in LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's one in, yeah. And when, one in Paris. Yeah. One in Tokyo. Is it really? Is there one in Tokyo? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You've been to Japan, Carl? Uh, yeah. Oh, Did yeah, you make yeah, sure yeah. you really immersed yourself in Japanese culture and got down to Disneyland? <laughs> uh, I went to Disney Sea, so that's an adult Disneyland. Where you can drink, you can drink beer when you walk around and stuff. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> so in Japan, in Tokyo, there's Disneyland and Disneyland Sea. Right. Disneyland's well, for kids. Yeah. And Disneyland Sea is for kids, it, but like you can. But get it's a, sexy. Sexy, you can like Minnie's, Minnie. Minnie's walking around in a bikini, and yeah. they've got a new ride coming soon. What is it called? Give me the rapey dolphin ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's from before, <laughs> Garrett. You've got every right to not understand what the fuck just happened. I think it just sounds like a great ride. <laughs> yeah, you can have a beer, you get forced onto it. <laughs> Fucking hell, there's lemo stands. Ha- there's lem- lemo stands, flea, lemo. Um, how do you get the club gig? So you get booked for Conan, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. And that's genuinely bigger than any TV or... Is it the first TV break you've had? Yes. Yeah, and it's not. in LA. It's yeah. in fucking Hollywood. In Hollywood, like, it's opposite the, the friend stage. So you walk, like, literally, you walk out one side of the Conan studio and up the right is the Pink Floyd Wish You Were Here album cover where they shot that. And then up the other end of the street is the Friends Fountain. My God. Where they shot that. So you're like, it's proper, like, pick you up in a limo and you're, like, filming it in, in Warner Brothers in a fucking Hollywood studio. My agent was like, don't get used to this. I was <laughs> in my own dressing room with, like, a buffet and they gave me a popcorn bucket with my name on it and, and stuff. He was like, yeah. It's, but, Did you steal that? Yeah, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't steal it. They gave it to me as a gift. And they gave me all these Conan... <laughs> Look, uh, that's my instinct. <laughs> I won't get to keep this. Oh, no, that's that's Where's the <laughs> Pink Floyd thing gone? <laughs> Waiting for the next Adam's, guy. Adam's just, 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 <laughs> walks in emptying everything into his bag. Like, you, you get to do the... Oh, yeah, the set. Yeah. <laughs> just casing the joint. <laughs> that guy's a club comic. You yeah. can tell. Um, what, how did you get... How did you get the, the, the club gigs? Do they sort of... Book you for Conan and then go, you'll want to like test the set out. Yeah. So yeah. Do, do they book you at the club gigs around LA? Yeah. So they, they did a couple and my agent did a couple and then, yeah, they, it's, it's basically like if you, you, you're like recording it, I can't remember it was on a Tuesday or something, but they, they basically call up and go, he's doing late night on a Tuesday and they go, yeah. And they put you on for five minutes. So where did you play? Just, just like the American uh, circuit geek in me would love to know. Where did you play in LA? 
a little place called the Comedy Store. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Improv. Um, and there was a really good show called Hot Tub, which is Christian Schall uh, from Bob's Burgers. It's her show. That was fun. And then a couple of other places that I can't remember because it was done two years ago. Well, and, um, and what, how, how was it? So gone. What What is really interesting about your Conan Seth? Yeah, is that they. <laughs> made you learn Mandarin. They did make me learn Mandarin for the for the set. Yeah, so I was I was telling a, I was telling a true story about uh, a friend of mine who came over to stay with me with his uh, Chinese fiance, and she spoke Mandarin. I didn't. He speaks Mandarin, and they were basically they were having a conversation in my kitchen where the only word I could hear was was barbecue. So I basically in the Edinburgh show I did the act out and I just did it doing a Chinese voice <laughs> because basically I ran out. I was going to learn Mandarin and I ran out of time. So I had a I had a joke basically going. I looked into learning it, but like it wasn't worth it for seven quid a ticket. <laughs> it was like when I when I tour this, I'll learn it when people are coming and they pay proper money. But for scum like you, you just get me just doing. <laughs> so Which, you made Chinese noises, yeah, and then threw in a few barbecues, yeah, uh, for for about six you. minutes. <laughs> So and then, good. and then, due to co- that is our podcast in a yeah. lot of ways. And if you, if you want to see if you, the Conan set is on YouTube, where I've learnt the Mandarin, which was quite difficult because I'm not much of a linguist. Um, but because of uh, because of COVID, the to- the show that that routine was from was going to be released. Uh, we were going to record it on the tour, but we only got to do one night of the tour. And I had a recording of it in Edinburgh, which then got put out by 800 pound. Gorilla Records, which you can get on Spotify, Apple Music, whatnot. So if you want to hear smile, that smile, yeah. And if yeah. you want to hear me just going, that's actually been released on an album. <laughs> and now, Com- and now we've had it again. Going. <laughs> it's already been on like Sirius, so it's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. I make a couple of sort of qualifying statements before, but yeah, they were they hey, were. Mate, uh, if one of our listeners were like, right, that's too far for me, I'd be yeah, really yeah. disappointed. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I said, so the producer saw it and was like, okay, can you, can you, to do it on TV, can you learn the Mandarin? I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then they called up like a couple of weeks before and was like, has he learned it? And I had, uh, just like going through Google Translate because they were very, very touchy because it was around the time of the SNL thing. And the producer actually had to say to Conan, it was like, he's going to do this thing, but like, don't, don't flip out. <laughs> like, don't run on and be like, no, no. <laughs> There's a payoff to it. And it is actually Mandarin speaking. Uh, but then I got to sort of change the thing by basically telling them, that I had been asked to learn Mandarin. And I sort of said, like, I don't think Chinese people will care. And they were like, no, no, not Chinese people. Like, woke white liberals will care. So I was like, <laughs> so I've got to spend three months learning Mandarin so I don't upset other white people <laughs> when I tell them a true story, <laughs> which is based on the fact uh, neither I nor they can understand what on earth is being said with the exception of barbecue. That's the whole point. And they were like, yeah, yeah, basically. I was like, Cool, and I'll get on and learn Mandarin. <laughs> Did you learn any other Mandarin other than the words you needed? No, just the words I needed. In... Did you think you were going, well, I've got a taste for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I'm going to go to China to try out my Mandarin, and then the whole thing happened. I thought it might be like Chinese food, where you have a little bit, and then an hour later, you're desperate for more. <laughs> no, no, no. I went, I went on Google Translate, and I put it on big posters on the wall, and I learned it phonetically. And it was basically, I asked a couple of people like before I did it, and I was like, wasn't that just big symbols you don't understand? No, no, no. You can run it out sort of Eng- right, English-wise. Okay. Phonetically. Uh, yeah, phonetically, indeed. Um, he didn't write just the big... <laughs> he didn't write the Mandarin in massive letters. Like, I don't want a sun Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not big enough. <laughs> How 
Oh, how are you with Mandarin, Garrett? I'm not said. great if it's in a book, but <laughs> and it's graffiti on a wall. How the fuck do you pronounce the Stonehenge one? <laughs> oh, that is fucking great. Um, so yeah, no, I, 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 I had to ask someone like a week before. I was like, uh, is it any good? Somebody can speak Mandarin. They were like, no, it's terrible, but you can tell that you've put a certain amount of effort in. And it's like, that's all I need. <laughs> To say, did he actually do that? Yeah, yeah, he he did. Um, but like, it's, it's a fair deal. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was got to, as I said, I got to go to Disneyland. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> get flown over. They're like, look, you just have to you have to spend three months learning very specific phrases in Mandarin, which have no application to uh, to your life. Did the bit rip? Uh, what do you mean rip? I mean, did it go well? The bit was it? Yeah, worth, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, went, it went well. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was, it was kind of a nice uh, experience because the the audience had been very uh, difficult all night. So it was like, ah, oh, okay. Uh, so I went out. So I really had to like get them. But by the end, they were they were applauding and stuff. Oh, I love it. Which uh, which was great because then Conan uh, asked me to come back and he cut some of his monologue to air more of my set because I'm going to put like six minutes of it on YouTube and four minutes of it on and he said cut my monologue and, and put the whole thing out and then they said come back and I was like great so I was going to do it again oh, and then this fucking COVID COVID and um, then the show just and then the show then the show stopped yeah so <laughs> it's great that's money in the bank it's, Con- it's Conan done. Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah. going to be on Netflix or Amazon or something in a couple of years yeah, what yeah. his is a CBS. Uh, TBS, yeah. TV, like, that show is done. Yeah. Wow. My favourite thing about it, though, which we spoke about last week, is because that routine has got a certain amount of, the first few times you do it, you're not going to be, <laughs> the first time he did the routine that he did on Conan, I was there, it was at Hot Water, and he's in the game. I wasn't going to do it, and you, no. were like, you were like, it's great. Because <laughs> he told me in the dressing room, and I was like, that is fucking hilarious. And there was another comic as well, I can't remember who it was, yeah. and th- they were like, you've got to do it. And he went on stage at Hot Water, I sold out Hot Water and did it, and it got hey. some total of fuck all. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And he was like, you fucking asshole. I was like, no, no, I swear to God, that's going to work. No, no, um, it wasn't fuck all, to be fair. There was quite a lot of anger and confusion. <laughs> <laughs> From a hot water crowd. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. on Saturday night. But it's a routine that you've got to have confidence in, isn't it? It's If, if you're talking uh, about the nerdiness of stand-up, like there's bits that if you don't own and be like, this is what happened and I'm okay with it. Can't, audience the Nugget McChuckins, when I didn't know how to tell that story yeah. about me getting thrown out of McDonald's, for shouting Nugget McChuckins because someone mispronounced Chicken McNuggets. Right. I died quite a lot. <laughs> you know, when some promoters group were like, of people who don't know what they some think promo- about. A couple yeah. of promoters were like, what was that? And you're like, I know that went wrong, but I'm sure in my heart that that's a funny bit. And you could tell they were like, right, because you've ruined that set, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, but I'm pretty sure this is the funniest story I've ever had. And when it unlocks... It's, the, it's because it's worth its risk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's the, the risk. The risk-reward thing, like, it is worth it. You've just got to get through some choppy waters to get there. Um, with, the, with the Chinese voice yeah. version of it, I think it was one of those things where you'd start doing it and everybody would just go, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, like, a minute in, they were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> they got over their own... Um, you doing I've already now. Oh, yeah. What accent did you choose? Uh, you know, generic, uh, offensive <laughs> Chinese accent. What do you mean? Completely poorly. But he was doing Chinese noises in a Birmingham accent. No, but I mean, like, surely China's got different accents. 
Oh yeah, presumably yeah, it's, yeah, ma- it's car, massive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you well, know in China or southern China? <laughs> I did my regional research yeah, yeah. before I went in and did. Uh, if you're going to do the noises, you've got to get them right. <laughs> yeah. Don't do southern Chinese; it's really offensive. Mandarin's yeah. a tonal language, though. To be fair to Carl, shut the fuck up. What, what are you talking about? It is, yeah, yeah. You can't. No, but you. Where do? You, what do you know about Mandarin? I know well, it's I, a tonal language. Oh my god! Dan, get down! The only, like, reason, the only reason he knows. Like, are you on your phone? What's going on? No, How no, the do only reason because I say so in my routine. That's where he's going to No, 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 quite no a common, that's quite a common. F- no. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. Like in China, fact. if they say quavers and then go quavers, they're totally different words. No, but that's the same. That's the same in English. No, it's not. If, you're, if your mum goes, do you want some quavers? And she goes, do you want some quavers? You'd be like, no, that still means, do you want some quavers? Oh, right, okay. In China, yeah, that might mean also think the so. first one might mean like picture frame, and the second one might mean donkey's asshole. Well, I, I feel like I don't know who I've been podcasting with all this time. Adam, the fucking font of all bullshit on this podcast. Yeah, actually, uh, Mandarin's a tonal language. Adam, Joe, you got you got picture frame from the- Jimmy the rapey dolphin. <laughs> you got Remember picture him? frame from the picture frame next year. Yeah, where did you get donkey's asshole from? I was thinking about your man. All oh, right. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Again, and that's not tonal, is it? You know? <laughs> Your mother's asshole! Same, same thing, isn't it? I love that. That's a tonal to you. Just, just yeah, more. It's, it's tonal. Just more. More people heard it. I think it's absolutely. There must be a lot of confusion in China when they're all talking Mandarin and someone says it's slightly out of tone. Yeah. It's yeah. more like how like, Scottish people use the word cunt. Yeah. So if it's like, are you a cunt? It's like, yeah. that means I'm your friend. Like, you cunt. That means like run away. Is it's that same, how it is? That's the same word. So there's yeah. not like one word that with a slightly different tone means like tablecloth and murderer. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I as far as I understand it, no. Imagine detectives using that. We're looking, we're looking for a serial tablecloth. Yeah. I'm sorry, what did you say? Sorry, my, my mistake. My yeah. mistake. <laughs> tablecloth! <laughs> Officer, your tone is way off. <laughs> So they're wasting our time. Oh. Someone, someone's nicked his dining room set. Now they've killed his mother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would explain the resources we've funneled at this. Where? Where? Tablecloth and murderer. There's a t- he just looks at things in the room. He thinks the entire Chinese language is like Matt Damon in Team America. Matt Damon. Tablecloth. Tablecloth. It's been a tablecloth. Yeah. Oh my days! How is the fear element like? Not to go on about this, but you're yeah. one of the few comments. What's the, like? It's obviously a bit of an away day, that sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, did you get the fear, or you were like, "Fuck it, this is"? No, I I, uh, I had a word with myself at Heathrow, and was like, "This probably will never happen again." And the only thing that could ruin it is if I'm like, Ugh. so I was like, "I am going to enjoy myself for the next week," and and did. Oh fuck! What a great like, yeah. I'm not very good at doing that sort of thing, but I, I do. I do remember sort of standing in a queue for the, to the airplane and just being like rationalising it, going, "Yeah, like in, in, this is this is like once in a lifetime thing." So you don't want your memory of being like, "Yeah, I shat myself a lot and my stomach hurt." You don't want that to be your takeaway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm quite, I'm quite a negative person, so like, it's I, difficult for me because they're my emotions like most days. Yeah, actually. yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like one of my overriding memories of my own wedding day is uh, when uh, my uncle took a picture after I'd asked him not to. So I tend to process things like that and stick it on the pinboard of my memory. Like there's very few like nice things in my head. So like, like, like 
I can like it was five years ago and I can see it. I'm actually getting angry thinking about it now. And I can literally picture it in a way that I can't picture my um. wife coming up the aisle. But like so I I I I tend to like take negative things and bank all that and slough away all the happy stuff. So it was like Who don't says don't take a picture at a wedding. Hey! <laughs> no. I, I actually I actually put it on the invitations. Right. It actually said like no pictures. I was, like, I was like, look, I've paid that bloke £2,000 to take pro pictures. I don't want everyone looking across in different directions or loads of pictures of a load of dickheads looking at camera phones. So just put them away. Uh, and you can have the ones from the guy who's been paid. I get that. But like, yeah, it was really weird. My sister did that in like 2010. No one had a problem. We got married like five years later and the invitations went out because I just basically copied the idea of her. And the photographer was like, yeah, it's great. You're going to get like much, much better pictures. It's a really good thing to do. And we'll put them on the website and everyone gun again um but yeah five years later in 2015 sent the invitations out and people were ringing up going yeah but you don't mean that like yeah yeah don't don't, don't get off your phone they're like, yeah but you you can't you can't you can't mean that we have to take it you know it's then people were losing their fucking minds and it was just like a five-year difference between you know 2010 11 people just go yeah of course no problem at all and people like panicking you up going what do you mean it's like yeah. just just that just, just, was it just am, am I being offensive that it's like that? Is that the five years that sort of mums got picture phones before <laughs> yeah, that they yeah, were yeah, on like definitely. a Nokia? Yeah. I don't know how to work these bigger ones. And then by 2015, they've got an iPhone. You yeah. told me about that last week, and I think I'm going to do that for my wedding. No phones all day. Get them things, yeah. the Chappelle thing, where you lock your phone away. Yeah, <laughs> I can totally punch. see him doing that. And be like, Dave Chappelle did this. Doing <laughs> <my wedding." laughs> like, you don't need your phone in the church no. or like whatever. Just fucking put it away. Church. But yeah, having put that, yeah, my uncle, my uncle, church. then it was the breaking of the rules, and he just he just went out, and I was just like, fucking, I can't stand it if people break rules. If I was your missus, I'd get that, uh, and I'm not. But if yeah. I was your missus, I'd get that picture and and print it out just and frame, frame it, it yeah, just yeah. to piss you off. <laughs> It's not the picture, it's I can picture him. That's what's pissing me off. That, that's just him. How did he do it? You were like, don't do that. And he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> he just went, hee hee. Oh, he's, um, oh, he's Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it, was well, they, it was tonal. Yeah, yeah. He said, don't take that pic. And he thought, don't, I don't want fruit salad. Don't. <laughs> Everyone, there's been a murder. <laughs> um... Super. <laughs> he's so ill you're gonna kill him look, look at the colour he's going <laughs> the, the fucking Beecham's just kicked in on Adam He's gone. Yes. yes, that's not been a while. <laughs> see, see, there's no, there's no way I'll be able to remember this. <laughs> this is a nice thing. <laughs> I think it's going to be a clip. You're going to be able to watch it whenever you right. want. Oh God. I'll, I'll like remember the seven minutes I was standing by the door waiting for someone to come out. <laughs> my take home for the that's day. That's his fault. <laughs> it doesn't matter whose fault it is. It's just there now. <laughs> are you going to be a bit of a madam on your wedding day? I, I'd, are you going to be able to go with a the groomzilla? Flow? Because I, I, I have him, you know, we've worked together for a while. You're super chilled and diplomatic when you're like, I don't really give a shit. But as soon as you really have a strong opinion, it's like, no, you can't. Let's do it that way. How is that going to go with the wedding? 
Like, are I, you going to be able to be passive? Because you need to. Be. I will. I will let my bride have whatever day she wants, as long as it's not insane. As long as after the dinner, you get to do a forty-five <laughs> set. Yeah, yeah. I'm are you going to speak? Sh- it? Guitar show. Welcome. Phones in the yonder pockets. Yeah, yeah. yeah, put, yeah, yeah. Put the phones in the pouches. Adam's coming out. He doesn't want to do a Chappelle bit. Yeah. <laughs> right, the thing about trans is <laughs> there's going to be uh, there's going to be a Patreon for the wedding. This is when some people have just sat there and Adam new, goes to a side room a and all team. they can hear is the fun going. In there. Do you know how mental I am about Patreon? I was like, oh my god, a Patreon special. Adam's wedding. <laughs> Okay. Wedding video will be on Patreon. Um, yeah, I think as long as like I've had a bit of an input in like the venue, like I get a say in most of it, what? and I get to be sound and be like, have whatever you want, babe. As long as it's not like, oh, we're going to a pub in Birmingham. No, we're not doing that, are we? We're not. Oh, but I went to this pub when I was a little girl and I seen a wedding there of my auntie. I'm not asked. We're not going to a pub in Birmingham. So, so if it's been a, if it's been a lifelong... <laughs> I'm not asked. Yeah, why do you care? If it's been a lifelong dream of hers, you're like, not that. Oh, love. Not that. I'm sick of Scouse, Scouse brides wanting to go to pubs in Birmingham. No more! No more! Hang on a minute. Are you, enga- are you engaged? No. Oh, right, right. So just, yeah, no. What flowers on. do you want, Adam? I don't, I don't even no, know. No, it's that. Gary, he's not engaged. Right. Oh, come on. Time ticking on that. I think yeah, you're maybe old. like roses. <laughs> white, white roses, something nice and classy. Yeah, white roses. Yeah? Yeah. I can see you in a white suit as well. Yeah, play the, the bonquettes around the Liverpool place. Liverpool 1996 fucking cup final. <laughs> I think you should get Quality Street instead. Oh, uh, hang on. Wait, guys. That's why we've got his mic on. Two different types of chocolate in it. We were talking about flowers. <laughs> the ro- fl- roses. Oh, uh, right, okay. Sorry, no. Celebrations. Oh, great. That's just it is that a off, Yeah, it? yeah, that's, that would be appropriate, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'll be able to be quite chill. I'll be there early. I can't wait. Yeah, I but as the groom, all you have to do, you say yes a lot and show up when you're supposed yeah. to show up. And then, you know. Just what not, cake do you want? Just not faint. Yeah, or Keith, I said a Lee chocolate gato. <laughs> Standing around getting furious with people taking pictures of you. Like, you want a gato for your cake? We, a, had, we had cheese. A, we had wheels of cheese. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, Love it was that. really, really good. There's a specific... So when I was a kid... Wheels of cheese? Yeah, like a massive As the brick. cake? As the cake, yeah, yeah. With the so you didn't have a cake, you just had... I've it's, seen it's, both. Had cheese, yeah. Cheese yeah. cake? Just had cheese. I don't like cake, so... I didn't want one. Do you know that other people do though? Yeah, but fuck them. It's my wedding. Have a have a, the, have a slice of cheese. My mum wanted to make the cake, and I was like, no. And she was like, why not? I was like, because there's going to be no cake. She was like, it's a wedding. I was like, I don't like cake. So like, my wedding and my birthday, no cake. Don't like it. it I find it irritating. Wow. I'm having Vietnamese. What I was what I was about to say to you when I was a kid, there's a, a cake that Iceland <laughs> do for a quid. Yeah. It's branded by a company called Sarah Lee. And it's a double chocolate gato, and that with Elmi double cream on it is honestly the best thing you'll ever taste in your life. So just one of them, just or a one, few of them. One, one small one of those at a wedding. Garrett turns up with cheese. Certainly, <laughs> t- chocolate gato, yeah. Elmi on a, a fucking love a wheel of cheese. Yeah, he's just that Adam taking it to another room, going, "This is the top tier of the Patreon." <laughs> <laughs> no cream for the guests. Yeah, right. Um, That's what I want. My father-in-law did the cheese for my. Her wife's sister wedding that, that we met about seven years ago, and literally a year later they got married. And his wedding gift was the cheese because it's a thing, isn't it? Yeah, There's, the cheese course is a thing. That is a thing. So he spent, I think, 
close to five hundred pounds on cheese mm. from all like there was there Where the was fuck a, did he get that from? A few hundred, a few hundred people at the wedding, and he re- like because he built it up, and he's a chef, so he really built it up, and he spent a lot of money on some really expensive looking cheeses. Mm. He arranged it; it looked phenomenal, like the display at a cheese shop. Yeah, and then he sat maybe 40, 30 yards away from it, just like not right next to it, being like the cheese guy, but just close enough to see who was eating it and then spent the evening fuming because no one fucking touched it. So he just had this 500 pound cheese display. He's a fucking idiot. I'd have no gratitude for that. My favourite cheese is pre-grated Red Leicester. (laughs) (laughs) If someone just got me like a bucket of that. (laughs) Don't ask Adam to buy you as a wedding present your cheese course. Right, loads of slices of Dairy Lee. <laughs> Grated red. <laughs> bit of mozzarella. <laughs> the great stuff, cheese? it's got all like powder on it. It's fucking yeah. horrible. No, you can eat it from the bag when you're over as well. <laughs> Great the day after. You only have to go and You're clean worse up. than that advert for Cathedral City where they, the advert, they bring out a cheese board and it's just got one lump of cheddar. And everyone's like, ooh, lovely. It's like, it would fucking kick off anywhere. No, you got a cheese be, board, like one, no, my, one lump of up. supermarket cheddar. Like, How can your favourite cheese be grated? What do you mean? <laughs> I just like eating it from the bag when I'm hungover, and I'm gonna be hungover the day after. So I'll wake up, go go help them clean up, and I'll just be like, I'll take that bucket of cheese with me. <laughs> bucket, <laughs> been nibbling on it while we're tidying up. You're not tidying up after your wedding. <laughs> Don't do tidy on fucking house. What else are you having at the wedding? So we've got a bucket of grated red Leicester, a Sarah Lee. <laughs> What's the main course? Someone's got spuds, baked potatoes. I a roast dinner actually would be great. A roast. Everyone's yeah, we'll sleep. get them to do it here yeah, from, <laughs> from the conference centre. My mate, my mate had a hog roast and it was great. Huge big pig on the on the thing. Sexy. It was great. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't think we should do a hog roast. I think like the, the day food roast dinner, but done to a really good. Not like Toby Carvery. But like Limewood Farm in St. Helens, the other Ooh. carvery. Which is very easy to do for like 200 people. Well, it's a carvery, in it? So they've got experience of it. They know how to cater to it. You get a carvery for your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a big hat coming That'd out. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> so you, you're getting the full, the hog roast and yeah. some grated red Leicester next to it. I want the meat options. I want a big fucking turkey, some pork, some lamb, a, a joint of beef. And then you can fucking help yourself. You roasties there, bit of cabbage. Prawn cocktail to start. Sounds fucking great. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It's annoyingly good. Adam's getting married. I want a carving. Yeah, it's basically Adam's having his wedding at a Ben Brazil where he just gets to <laughs> some guy going, do you want more meat? Everyone's just like in a fucking meat and coma. Then, and then for the night time, I think we just get like something delivered. Just get like the local Chinese to do a, a shitload of food and bring it back. And Garrett can order it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Thank God. Uh, Shall I have an intervale? Let's have an interval. That was fantastic. Wag wag lids, it's Dan. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do us a favor, if you're watching on YouTube, like the video, subscribe. If you're listening, follow us on all socials at have a word pod tell a friend do something help spread the word also i'm on tour next year if you want to come and see me do stand up get tickets at dannightingale.com appreciate you you're a good egg you're a good lid back to the episode we've seen that phil collins is going to be in court come on what for adam because it was claimed that he didn't brush his teeth or have a shower for a year and he's uh, accusing someone of slander because it's not true his ex-wife mm. 
Yeah, he, he ran off with a toy boy and locked herself in his mansion. Yeah. He's been married to her twice. Mm. So he got married to her and broke up. Fool me once. Yeah, yeah. And then they came back. Although he was he was a big booze hound when they were together first, so which he admits in his biography, Not Dead Yet by Phil Collins, which is a cracking read. Um, <laughs> I was actually devastated. That's why we got Gary in, actually. I, I was supposed to be <laughs> Phil going Collins' to, knowledge. I was supposed to be going to see uh, Phil Collins and uh, Mike Rutherford and Tony Banks of Genesis at the O2 a couple of weeks ago. But COVID in the band, so they've rescheduled it to March. Uh, I was devastated. So where's she gone? You don't, you never brush your fucking teeth. In the press. She came out in the press and said, because she ran off with someone and locked herself in his house. And I think she was trying to like eBay some of his memorabilia. <laughs> so he was really taking the piss. He was denying it, wasn't he? And she was like, I can, I can feel it in the air tonight. Very good. Um, Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Oh Carl, you know, an absolute uh, car crash font thing. I, I don't take the mic. Oh my God. I don't take the mic often. He looked at me 30 seconds ago and went, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Carl, she said, uh, against all odds, take a look at me now. Yeah. I've brushed my teeth. She's not a very easy lover, is she? Bang. <laughs> <sighs> Can't wait for your podcast to come out, guys. <laughs> Genesis are an excellent uh, band and he's a phenomenal solo artist uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you know he was a Phil Collins fan no I idea actually no banter actually I had tickets for two weeks ago <laughs> but he hadn't brushed his fucking teeth oh amazing well <laughs> oh, what have you been on today some absolute howlers uh, uh, comment I thought I was wrong because they are songs <laughs> I, I, appreci I appreciated it, mate. I, 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 I'm, I, thank you. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing I like more than, than coming up to. I made the effort to come here, and you, you got the Phil Collins jokes lined up. To See that? Me. I look after the guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to be so rich that my uh, missus could bang a younger man in a house and lock herself in. And I'd be like, oh, I should do something about that. I can't be asked. Like that's that's how you know you're rich when you're like one of your six houses, your wife is fucking some young guy in, and you're like. Uh, five out of six isn't bad. Mm. You know? That's yeah. the level I'm trying to get to. If you want to the back, you could shout, come on, babe, grab your things. I've come to take it up. Excellent marriage advice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that's, that's a piece of cake? <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what had happened. <laughs> what? It's just done a piece of cake. But he knows Stone like... Collins, doesn't he? <laughs> he does know Phil Collins. He yeah, knows yeah. of him. Let me think of Constantine and everyone. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what Phil Collins would say. <laughs> yeah. They were in a band together, so you're, you're nearly right. It was yeah, so yeah. close but to being good. It's not right. No, no. It's, it's, it's nearly right. right. Oh, fucking <laughs> grated cheese, boy. Hey, grab your things. I've come to see you home. <laughs> Peter? Hey. Or he could, say, he could say war. What is it good for? Which wouldn't make sense either. It's against all odds that would happen. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Did you just Google that? No, you've got to do them off the top of it. It's not. I couldn't remember point. anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to be listening to the best of so Phil Collins on the way home. Nineteen-year-old lads were like, "Lad, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> do you remember what Phil Collins songs? Um, do um, you remember? Right, shut up. That's um, a lyric from a song rather than a song title. Is it? Yeah. Oh, don't know about that. Hang on. Fire. Fire. Four minutes and six <laughs> seconds. This. Do you remember? Oh, guys. That's from In the Air Tonight. No, no. 
Oh, yeah, you might. Yeah. Can I do a question? Sure. <laughs> it's not really for me to say, I'm a guest. Can I do a question? It's your fucking podcast. <laughs> Uh, Luke Brown says, I've been talking to Jesus. Um, Luke Brown says, Wagwag legs. Legs? Legs. I said it wrong then. I said it wrong. Is he allowed to say Wagwan? Has he Googled no, it? No, no, no. Got his T-shirt. Oh, he didn't. said Wagwag. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. I just I saw that. I went to the cinema. Do you know why that's our catchphrase? Because someone wrote in trying to say Wagwan, and they did a typo, and now we've put it on Mitch. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the lad from the Google advert who says it and gets a cold reception is like, there is, listen to have a word, there's a version for you. Yeah. It'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> can I say wagwan? No, you can't, but you can say wagwag. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and you've really got to pronounce the A and the wag. Okay, okay. wag lids. A local bar hosted their first comedy night. Big room had a mixture of rows of seats or premium booths that they charged top dollar for. I didn't go, but I've heard the sound system failed and sounded like a supermarket tannoy. After a bit of playing, two comics wa walked out and the other two struggled through it after two hours of tinkering. The show was apparently a total shambles. But how would you have reacted to this? Would you have held on for the good of the night or would you have walked? Cheers, Lids. Love the podcast. Keep it up. That's from Luke Brown. Depends on the fee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, my, and how much you needed it. Oh, yeah. My, <laughs> it's my least favourite thing, though, when it's like... Cunty crowds happen. Yeah. Shit bills are put together. Awful venues can exist. Yeah. But for it to be like tannoy level of tech fuck up. I remember I watching you get awful. really annoyed once at the Crown Hotel where Hot Water used to be based because the mic stopped working. And about four times in your 30 minute closing set, you're like, I want a mic. You couldn't even keep it in. You said it like four or five times. Yeah, well, you can't do it. Like, it's. That's I, I felt bad for a second then. And you're like, no, 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 no. You. You, you were well within your rights. You were just like, this is not... And you were on the last and everyone else had had a mic. It just stopped working and they didn't have another mic or wire. And you were like, I want a fucking mic. I did, a gig, I did a gig on a boat in Cambodia and the whole setup just broke a couple of minutes into the set. And so I did it a cappella, but they all got their phones out and put the torches on their phones. So I got lit by torchlight and then just did it without a mic and it was it was really cool. <laughs> like you were singing Candle in the Wind. Basically, yeah. Mate, that sounds you, did, you did a gig on a boat in Cambodia yeah. and that's like, and I cannot believe they didn't have a good tech setup. Yeah, yeah, the tech setup. <laughs> they weren't even filming it. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you really want things to be shared on social media, guys, you need to record the sets. What's your view of Cambodia though? Because they do have electricity and stuff. And like they can barely see Cambodia from here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can we do the voices again? I got bollocked before. What's that? You said, what's my view of yeah, Cambodia? Yeah, I'm what... No, Carl. Oh. It's, just, it's just classic Carl, stuff. Carl, I don't think you understand. What he meant is, what's your opinion, opinion. of Cambodia? Oh, I right. twisted it to be, what I can't what see can it from see. here. Yeah, Carl, no. read my tone right. Eat your quivers! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just for the audio listeners, uh, Carl's got quivers on his desk. And um, no, I, I understand. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I understand they've got electricity, but well, they you know when you go to a pub in the UK and yeah. they're like, oh, we do lights are hard. So there's lights on the walls and they're on. Yeah. And the mic is like, you know, got one, but it's basically a fucking speaking spell. It's, it's a wireless thing and it actually goes into the Bose speakers around the pub. Oh, oh. We've got the uh, the DJ who does weddings here <laughs> on the weekend and he's got his setup. So you're literally lit up by... Red, white, gr like great the, stuff. The, yeah, yeah, the wedding disco lights. And you're going to be spoilt for walk on music. He's got seven CDs. Seven. We're going to start the comedy after they've had the curry buffet. 
Uh, and <laughs> when they've when they've been when they've had that, you can you can have a plate of curry from the buffet, but only when they finished. And please do help yourself to one post mix drink from the bar. If you like. mm. How's your what would you call it as a co comic when you yeah you're right when you need the money when you're making your way up you will do the gigs yeah now how are your like it's almost like I could be a bit precious about that I mean like if you've not given me a fucking mic I can't do the gig like I just did a gig recently and it was a piece of shit and it was clicking out I still did the gig and everything yeah how are you for sort of like having your madam moment I'm I will do the gig if I've if I'm booked for it and I've turned up if it's Seven out of ten badly put together, and it's just not good. I'll do it, and then just never work for that guy again. If it's ten out of ten bad, and no effort's gone in, and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, well, we're not going to turn the music off. We're just going to lower it down. You're going to stand in the corner, and they don't really know comedy's on. I'll just go, mate, I'm not fucking doing this, and I'm getting off. If it's if it's horrendous, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Ever happened? Have, have, ever, I, ever, have I ever got off? Have you ever pulled a gig at the gig? Um, nearly once. So this was oof, maybe seven or eight years ago. And Adam Rushton booked me for the gig in Warrington, and I got to the venue, and they had an A4 laminated bit of paper on like the front wall of the venue, which was like next to a shopping centre, right? And that was their marketing. They're like, we've had a poster up, and two people turned up two who knew staff at the bar and <laughs> they were like oh this is horrible isn't it and i was like yeah we can't do a gig to two people mate can we just get our money and go and he's like i'm not fucking paying you. you haven't done the gig so i was about to go and then i went i will do the gig and he's like we'll go and do the gig then so we did the gig to two people who didn't even look at us <laughs> <laughs> I, I walked out i didn't walk out i got to a gig at, uh where excess malarkey used to be in manchester and I think it's called the Cheshire Cat, and it's a student pub. This is how long ago Josh Jones, our very own Josh Jones, was doing the 10-minute open spot in the middle section. Someone had gone on in the first section, and then Josh Jones and another lad were doing 10 minutes each. So this may be five years ago, and I'd driven uh, an hour to get there in a, a bit of a snowstorm. You know one of those drives where you're like, ah, oh, God, this is not ideal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow's one of those things that it's, it's just, like, it doesn't happen loads. But when it does, you're like, if you're going to fucking have a crash on the motorway, that's probably going to be one of the reasons. It's yeah. it's a ball late when it's 150 quid on a Thursday. I got there and it was just a loud, busy student pub at this fucking end of January. And they were shouting. They were just on the piss. And I could see through them a stage with Josh Jones just struggling in front of about 14 people. And actually, those 14, 15, maybe even 20 people looked like they were there for the comedy. And Josh was just struggling. He was on the, again, like the PA that was all around the room. Yeah. And I just stood at the back and went, Listen, I can't, I'm not doing this gig. I'm not going on to just have to shout for half an hour. And, the, and while I was there, I was there maybe 25 minutes. I could, as pubs do, they get louder, don't they? As everyone's, it gets a little bit busier. There was at least, on the mezzanine as well, 150 people they were just not watching the gig. They were just in their booze. They'd done the classic thing of, let's just set the, set the gig up there and it was free to walk in. It was a fucking nightmare and I just didn't go. I Still, just, it's good I life just, coming is that in Manchester Uni Halls? No, it's just across from there. Just across from there, it's an old church. And I, uh, the, the guy who was running it, 
came over to find me and went, ah, oh, it's not great. I was like, mate, I, I can't go on. This isn't a gig. And he went, yeah, I know. I'm really sorry. And I, I wasn't going to get the fee because the venue wouldn't give me the money. But I was like, I'll lose the 150, which I needed. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I cannot stand there and hate my existence for half an hour. Whilst there's something about, about being rejected by young people that makes it slightly harder as well. Students like, is this your life, mate? And you're like, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And you have to, you have to drive home with it sitting in you. Yeah. If like, you do it. And you just, I think, I think. I skidded all the way home. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You might die tonight for no money, but you got your pride. <laughs> I pretty much, I just do it. I, I, there, there haven't been any that I don't do. I get in a bit of a sulk about it, but I do it. But now I've been doing comedy for a while. I know what flavor of disaster it's going to be. So oh. it, when you see it, you're like, yeah, I know how this is going to go. So I can kind of see into the future and be like, yeah, I'm going to feel like an oracle. Yeah, I was like, I, I know what's going to happen. So the was like, uh, the room, you know, I, I, I know it looks a bit, but it really does work. You're like, nah, fucking doesn't. Cool, yeah. I'll go and humiliate myself for 15, 20 minutes and then uh, I'll piss off. Because it could, I mean, it's one of those things like, uh, it's a pretty easy job that we do. Like, in, in terms of like, you know, there are people who have to get up at six o'clock in the morning and go to a place and it's like horrible. And like 90, particularly now, like 95% of the time, it's fucking awesome. So if you show up and you're like, yeah, it's going to be a shit eater tonight, but that's part of the deal. Just just do yeah, it. Yeah, and, it, and it, don't get me wrong. There are, like, when recounting this, I can pull up one gig where I went, walked in and went, no, this is so bad. It's not doable. I did, like, so there's, I, I there's did the so most... many more gigs where I've walked into and gone, I'm going to eat my balls now. <laughs> like, so I did the I did the most unplayable gig recently. Um, so I performed to the 800 paras who did the evacuation of Kabul airport. Who is, what? Who is booking your <laughs> Cambodian riverboat gig fucking diary? <laughs> yeah, I get to do all, all the plums. Is that a double? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like flying from Cambodia. Just nipped into Afghanistan. 800 paras. 800 paras who had just been through like the worst experience of just mopping up a war that everybody stopped giving a shit about like five years ago. And they're all like 17. So um, I got a call basically saying, so normally they'd go to do to do it in Cyprus. They do decompression. decompression. It, yeah. Right. So um, they couldn't go to Cyprus because uh, Afghanistan was a red list country. So they got flown back to Colchester and they were on a parade ground, which is basically like a car park. And they were all in COVID bubbles, which were made out of uh, barriers from motorways, uh, each with their own portaloo in this car park. Oh, my God. And there was no, uh, you weren't lit. You were lit from behind, right, in a car park. And he was just going out. And the, the, the commanding officer was like, look, uh, basically, they've had the worst 10 days of their lives. Uh, the RAF have lost their luggage, so a lot of them are still in the clothes that they deployed to Afghanistan in. Um, don't make any jokes they're about it. They're not allowed to go home at then, this yeah, point. Yeah, they're not, yeah, they're basically locked. 12-hour uh, flight, 11-hour flight? Yeah, so they're locked in, the, in these little COVID <laughs> bubbles with a portaloo, and they've given them like a slab of lager and a burger and be like, don't worry, we've got, we've got a fat comedian who's going to come and do some observational uh, stuff about life in Britain to a bunch of 17-year-olds who've literally just been in Afghanistan watching people being blown up by suicide bombers. And now, like they don't have their they don't have their clothes, they can't see their family. They're not allowed to be in Cyprus. They're in Colchester. And the guy's like, "Yeah, could you uh, do fifteen minutes?" And there was a guy on with us who was a magician who had been a para, and he was like, "Right, have you got any like uh, filthy stuff, racist stuff?" And I was like, "Go with that." I was like, "I don't really have anything that they want." Have you seen my Conan set? Though? <laughs> I do the, ch the All right, Chinese. Boys, welcome home. <laughs> you think you saw Bob and last week? Wait till you see this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I went. I did a routine about how I've quit smoking recently, right? And so the, the, they charged the stage with a rolled up fag. And this guy like gave it to me. And I went, I haven't got a light. Someone else charged and lit the fag. And there was just 800 paras going, fucking smoke it. So I smoked it. And they're going, yeah. And then I said, look, uh, guys, you know, we're all really proud of what you've done and everything. And, and thanks. And they went, have a drink. And I was like, I haven't got a drink. And there was a, there was a pint near the mic stand, which the other act was going to do a drink a yard of ale thing with and they were like it's a fucking pipe by your feet and i was like i've got the car and they were going fucking drink it so i was like okay so i downed it and they all went mad but that was 15 minutes of like i don't think that will, there will ever be a worse set of circumstances to try and do a gig in and you come and be like yeah did you actually get away with any material yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they basically wanted you to do that and then you were sound yeah that and then you could get away with a bit oh, of that material. could that could have gone Oh, yeah, they could, way, have gone, could have gone in two directions, yeah. Could but, you imagine if you were like, guys, I've done really well, I'm on nicotine patches, and I am driving, please yeah. let me perform. <laughs> that would have been horrific. Yeah, we don't, you would just wouldn't have got out of there. Uh, but I hadn't done a military gig. I, I used to, You come back stinking of cigarettes and pissed. Babe, what? babe, I had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> For the gig. For my country. But then I got... <laughs> for my country. For my country. <laughs> but then I got a letter from the commanding officer uh, thanking me for my contribution to the operation of evacuating 15,000 British and Afghan uh, personnel from so I was like it, it arrived and I was like I'm a fucking war hero so, so I called up a mate of mine who's actually served in Afghanistan and went did you get a letter he's like did I fuck I was like I got a letter I'm a what bloody war hero <laughs> it yeah. says like the name of the operation yeah. and stuff and says you know it's only due to the actions of people like you coming at the last minute to do things like that to keep the morale of the men that uh, allows the British military to operate and stuff and I was like yeah it's mad how random yeah. the names yeah 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 <laughs> it's mad how random the names of the operations are aren't they like they always just like pick a word do you yeah, know what yeah. it was? Uh, I can't remember. Um, but it was uh, like Operation Wheelbarrow, Sparrowhawk. <laughs> right? Do you know that for a fact? Are you just? I've seen. Oh, he's read enough Andy McNabb novels to know. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, getting eight, we're getting people out of uh, Kabul Airport, and there will be executions on the on the airstrip. It's Operation Vanilla Slice, <laughs> and we need to work on naming these operations. <laughs> Adam, we need another name. Don't worry. My Operation Bag of Quavers. <laughs> Operation Tablecloth. <laughs> My mate showed me a T-shirt that uh, members of the British military are getting printed up, and it's just a helicopter, and it says, Afghanistan, we were winning when I left. <laughs> they were just taking them up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, you can make that joke as a veteran. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, fr I'm framing the letter. Someone, my daughter asked me, she'd be like, what's that? And I'd be like, daddy doesn't like to talk about what he did during the war. Yeah, yeah. It's like, few are called, but, uh, you know, many are called, but few get called a cunt in a car park by 800 Few are called. Paris. There was two before me, Roger Monkhouse and Mike Gunn, but they weren't available. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. There were more qualified people who said no. What did you do in the war, Daddy? Tight 20. Yeah. <laughs> I got the fuck out of Dodge after 14 minutes. As soon as the watch started vibrating, I was like... Dah, dah, dah. <laughs> do you know how much, how much of a circuit comic I am in my head? Like, you said you're from Chelmsford, and that was in Colchester, and I was like, oh, that's relatively local. It, yeah, it was pretty local. It was yeah. all right. I was I was home before 10. Oh, nice. That's um, the worst gig ever. <laughs> home before 10. Like, huh? <laughs> Tim Fitzheim was on. He sort of came on, and Tim, Tim said to me, I think we can both say that we got away with that. Like, yeah, that's the best you could have said about that. No one uh, was was uh, assaulted. Were you about to say no one died? Uh, I might have been about to say no one died. I thought that that would be um, No one died yeah. on that day. Shall we that's do a have a word? Because it's what the podcast is called, isn't it? Oh, name of the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, how long we got? 
We've done a chunk, haven't we? We've got a couple in us. I'll give the one, we, one or two. Should we do? We do uh, guest choice. We've got uh, these are the three, and yeah. you can help solve these people's problems. Okay. okay. So we've got. Let's name them quickly. We've got um, first. Have a word is perv neighbor. Second, have a word is uh, agro missus. Right. Third, have a word is uh, limp dick because of jazz cabbage. So. Which one would you... Let's go for the marital advice, I think, because I feel... Yeah. Agro misses. Agro misses, yeah. Okay. Anon, this is from Anonymous because he's scared. Please, can you have a word with my bird? She's actually put brid. Please, can you have a word with my brid? Some of the spelling mistakes in our emails are amazing. It might have been meant to be bride. Please, can you have a word with my brid? I don't know why brid... My bride. Um, please get over with my bird. She listens to the part and I'm hoping she'll take in what's being said here right. without kicking off. I love it a bit and we've got a good thing going, but when oh. she's had a few beers, she's an absolute nightmare for starting shit with random in boozers or takeaways. She struts like McGregor and is always getting into aggro situations that I think I'm expected to back her up on, but I don't want to get my head kicked in just because she can't wind her neck in. Any advice here would be appreciated. Um, start hosting dinner parties invite people you don't like make the situation work for you <laughs> just fill her with wine yeah fill her with wine and be like cunt this guy off <laughs> people you're trying to get out of your lives that yeah. won't fuck off yeah yeah rent her out rent her out to complaints departments and stuff you want to you want to really fucking ruin someone's day be like right you drink these six cans of special brew and we're going to wheel you into <laughs> The offices of Virgin Media, and we're going to have a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I um, I sympathise a little bit because Laura is weirdly confident of her. Like she's she thinks she's hard when she's had a few right. heavies. Yeah, Sam can be a bit spicy when she's had a drink. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She can be a bit. Did you just call me Samantha? <laughs> what? Outside you? You call me babe or something? What? Are you pissed off at me? Like no, fuck off. And then right. she's like, well, no, she's not like. Does she think she can fight? No. Right. Well, I don't know. Actually, there was that girl in the Jerry Cinnamon queue who, as soon as she was arguing with me and threatened me, Sam jumped in and was like, I'll fucking smash your fucking head in. Yeah. yeah. I think that the g- girls often go a bit peacock big, don't they? They're like, I know how to deal with this. I'll go big and loud. Yeah. Fuck her! Yeah. And hope that people go, fucking hell, she looks like she really knows how to fight. I don't think Laura's can, ever swung a fucking this fist. Why can't do the time-honoured thing with a woman being like, bah, of standing just out of our eye line and saying to the person who's doing, it's all right, babe, it's all right. Yeah. Get her out and them going, yeah, no problem, no problem. It doesn't have to be any more than that. That's, that's, that's been going on for centuries, that move. It's in the background. See, what I do when, when my missus starts fights with strangers, I do a similar thing. I stand just behind there, but I, I become a hype man. So she's <laughs> like, you're a fucking slag, and I'm like, disrespectful. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You actually make Let's it work. Let's go! Say it again. You guys are the, you're the talk of the local weather spoons. <laughs> He's very progressive, Adam. He doesn't fight for her, but he does hype her up. Very supportive. She she got a, a jaw broke once, but... Like, Ow! 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 Oh, no, she did Ow! She's making you look like a punk! Christopher Walken. <laughs> wow. Hopefully don't do that if she starts a fight with some black people, because I think that might make it worse. If I start doing Whoa! it. Whoa! What? what up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I start doing an accent associated with black people, they might yeah, get offended. Yeah, they'll yeah. find it very flattering, and uh, yeah. and it will diffuse the situation as they'll say he's you know. So I'd have to pick a, a different mate. accent. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> which, which accent I do? The Chinese one. Yes. Yes, back Well, is that northern or southern? <laughs> it's Cambodian. Oh, why? He's asking what happened to the Oh, my God, I'm going to knock you down the apples and the pears. Way, the worst one would be Brummy for that, wouldn't he? It's disrespectful. It sounds like I'm just, like, correcting it. Don't uh, do that, babe. Oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, Garrett's uh, got a good one. Let's go. Oh, come on. Why are you always embarrassing me? Come on. Oh, Garrett. Lost it at the end there. That was nice. Yeah. Jordy's the best for it. How we? How we? Man. You can't punch your baby. Or just stand behind her and be like, oh, I've seen her do it. I just, <laughs> I've seen her do it. I just wouldn't. Um, um, so, yeah. So, uh, listener to the podcast, I believe um, you're being asked by Anonymous to stop having a bloody good time um, because you can't defuse social tension. I reckon you live your best life. You do whatever you want to do. And keep if that involves. Yeah. In kebab shops. Keep fighting kebab shops. Uh, line them up. Get the shots down, yeah. And just speak your truths. Do you imagine if she changed her ways completely? Like, I used to fight in takeaways, but now, because Garrett Miller was on Have a Word, I just don't do that anymore. I'm just at home with the Phil no, Collins record, we need chilling to- out, <laughs> doing offensive Chinese voices. We need to have a word with him. It's not her we're having a word with. It's him. Yeah. You've got to let her fight. Don't be, like... You can't cage your brid. I, if, if Laura... <laughs> from before <laughs> I, if Laura started a proper fight I'd be like I am not getting my fucking head knocked in because you don't know how to wind your neck in when you're in a fucking if it's with other women yeah but if it's with a man get involved oh is it car you can't be fighting well the man should know that you don't uh, you know you don't meet aggression from ladies with aggression Okay, thank you for that. Yeah. The 1820s. <laughs> well, quite. I don't think you've been to a takeaway where, where Carl lives. <laughs> I probably haven't. He said, look, the, the lady is getting a bit out of sorts. Everybody, <laughs> what the every, fuck? everybody just let, let her burn herself out, but just don't. What kind of Jane Austen takeaways do you go? Dear sir, control your lady. She doth knock out the cheese in my chips. She has said something questionable to the proprietor. How dare you? <laughs> you cad, you bounder. So West Derby when you're saying it out loud. Pete. Um, no, just leave. I'd leave her to it, mate. Even if it was a mate, I'd be like, mate, she's caused it. Go bigger than she does. What? Absolutely not. No, no, no. You can't. You can't do that because that's you definitely get your head kicked in there. Well, no, innit? Like play um, bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> Like she's gone big, you go fucking massive, yeah. And then she feels stupid and calm down, right? And then you're in. Oh, the well, fight. that's a, that's an idea. Yeah. Why don't you pre-drink and you do it to her? So before she gets on Larry, you you do it and be like, see, that's what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Sounds healthy. You start a fight with a load of women. Or why don't you just break up because you both clearly got different ideas of fun. Right. <laughs> you two sound like a great invite. You're absolutely incompatible. <laughs> uh, one more. Shall we go Limp Dick Jazz Cabbage or Pervy Neighbour? Stay. Your call. Stay. Limp Dick Jazz Cabbage. Okay, this is from Finn. a non. <laughs> this is from Finn. No, this is from a lady. It uh, says, please keep me anonymous. Hi, Liz, please can you have a word with my boyfriend for his affliction to jazz cabbage weed, Garrett? Weed! Right, 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 okay. Or me for not being more understanding. Right. I've been with my boyfriend for five years now and he's always been partial to the old weed. He's a British-born St. Lucian, so he's smoked since he was a teenager. 
I hadn't tried it before meeting him. We were both 23, but I like it on social occasions. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, what? Do you Who's know? the babies? Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Who gets blazed up at a funeral? <laughs> and all it's just for you, Grandad. <laughs> we do it in St. Lucia. Um, since we have both moved to the big city and started our careers, he's smoking more and more. I've put this down to stress, but unfortunately, it's starting to affect our sex life. I should mention that I'm very horny and will quite happily have sex every evening. I'm aware this could be a bit much for some people. You horny bitch. Five o'clock? <laughs> yeah. Once a day? Woo! Once I get my pudding in me. Um, I'm aware this could be a bit much for some people. He isn't always up for it, but when he is, he only lasts a few minutes. Few minutes. He always says sorry and often slumps to his computer games. I do feel sorry for him. Stop shagging him while he's on the fucking Xbox. <laughs> this, <laughs> this means I don't uh, currently. Uh, that, this means I don't currently during sex. Oh, finish currently, and often need to finish the job myself. This can be a bit difficult to do discreetly when you live in a small flat. This has been going on for about five months. I googled it, and it says this is common for those who smoke a lot of weed. I love him and want to help him, but honestly, I'm so disappointed by our sex life. So please, can you advise what to do as I'm horny and annoyed? Big love to you all. Annoyed. Um, Don't get different dick. I mean... Break up, you've clearly got different ideas of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, By the way, this isn't limp dick, is it? No, he's got a hard dick. It just doesn't last long. It's disinterested yeah. dick. Yeah. 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 Stoned dick. Yeah. 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 Is it? PlayStation dick. Limp is dick it, is it's not, not hard, isn't it? He's, he can get hard. He's just not arsed. He yeah, just doesn't he's want he's to. He's lasting. He's lazy. Not very long. Yeah. He's cheating on her. You reckon? Yeah. With weed. It. it yeah. It's mistress. There's nothing in that oh, yeah. email makes me think he's cheating on her. Mary Jane. What if it's the same couple? <laughs> the first one we dealt with. <laughs> it's like, I cannot deal with the aggro when she goes out. <laughs> She's either fighting or fucking. I'm going to have a fucking spliff. I'm going to try and calm down. And they're both writing into the podcast to try and get advice. And we're just seeing the two different worlds. He's been he's been punched out in a Weatherspoons. It's like, I just want to play FIFA and have a fucking joint. And she's like, fuck me. He does sound a bit like there, doesn't he? As short sex, then jumps on the Xbox or the PlayStation. Yeah, he, needs yeah. get, he needs to fucking pull his finger off, probably, doesn't he? Literally. Yeah. Finish it off. Put it up at ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Is there a Phil Collins song for that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, as soon as you get to this point, I just don't know where, how, well, how this gets sorted. If she's well, none 23. Of are, none of us are qualified agony, aren't we? Horny as fuck. a fucking idiots going, oh. No, but if we did that for every email... <laughs> There'd be no end to the podcast. <laughs> right, right. Um, I just don't know, like, where this goes. Like, how does she not just go, look, if you can't stop smoking weed and bang me more, like, I wish I had this fucking problem. Like, it's just... Well, it, this is quite a moving she, substance abuse problem that's being couched in... Right. You know, Why don't you swing yeah. with them? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She wants sex. Bomb yeah, yeah, offline, yeah. plays card. Your missus wants to play PlayStation? She's always on about it, isn't she? That's the problem in our relationship. She wants to play Call of Duty and I want more sex, which I'm not allowed to talk about because this is a public episode. Love you, babe. Love you. She's going to cheat, isn't she? She's absolutely going to cheat. 
Yeah, she's she's on she's on the exit ramp there. I didn't know weed fucked up your sex life though. I didn't know that. When well, I you want to do nothing, doesn't it? Right. So I think that's like all encompassing. Never, never had an issue myself. Yeah, absolute shagger, even when high. Yeah. <laughs> had a doobie, fucked a babe. Yeah. Classic Finn. That's me. You I haven't I don't smoke weed and I'm rubbish at sex. So it's like I've, you know Okay, good. Fine, How are you at Call of Duty? Uh, I can't play computer games. Right. What? What? What, well, year you, just... what year were you born, Garrett? Because I'm starting to think <laughs> you're not of this era. No, no, I'm not. I was, uh, yeah, I, I was born in the 80s, but yeah, I would be more comfortable in other times. <laughs> so, I, I find most things about life I don't really get on with. And I look at old pictures and go, I could have done that. And I asked for it not to be taken. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he stood there for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I think you got to say, look, I love you, but you got to stop smoking weed and fuck me. Which, uh, if you're a guy and you cannot, d- like, it's, something's majorly wrong. Like, yeah. if your hot 23-year-old missus is like, stop smoking weed and stick your dick in me more. Is. Has he got the new PlayStation, though? Oh, yeah. Because if he's, if he's like, you know. Oh, it's a PS5. Then yeah, it's a PS5. Then you're just like, no one's got one of those. He's, you know, right. get back to you. Everyone's <laughs> got a 23-year-old to... girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, PS5's yeah. a hot one. You know, he's hot either. No, but that no, is for people who people who like computer games. That's the thing, right. isn't it? The the new PS Five is exciting. Uh, yeah. Have you got one? I've got the Xbox. Right. New Xbox. Okay. I just play it once Sam's gone to bed. Once we've done a good pounding. <laughs> done a good. Pounding. I just watch YouTube videos of people fixing vintage furniture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After a good pounding. Yeah. 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 Do you actually watch that? Yeah. I can't get enough of it. People what? um can't get enough. I can't get enough. <laughs> it's Patreon. Yeah. Have you ever played on a PS5? Because I think it might blow your fucking mind. I got a PS4 for a bit and didn't get on with it, so I sold it. Right. I find okay. it like a film where I'm being asked to do too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've sat here, you do it. <laughs> and I'm not just I got What a brilliant way. This is annoying. It is annoying. Get to the end of your it's own a, it's, level. A, it's absolutely annoying, yeah. So I really like I've liked Batman films. So someone's like, oh I've got the bat everyone's like the Batman games are great. I was like, this isn't good. I don't want to be back. I want to watch Batman. I don't want to be, I don't want to have to go and find the Joker myself. So I just ended up like not being able to be Batman very well for ages. And then I was, it got, it stressed me out. Um, Do you watch videos of what? Um, I like watching. Uh, I've just got this image in my head of you playing like a Superman game and just staying in the office as Clark Kent. <laughs> being like, I don't care if people are dying. I've got an email to do. Well, when I was when I was a teacher, my my uh, my mate's sister. Do you remember the original GTA with a top down view? Yeah. Right. She would. Uh, his younger sister would be like, I want to go on the computer, and his mum was like, You have to let her have a go. So she'd get on. And she liked playing GTA, but what she liked doing is like a little driving simulator. She'd drive around, she'd stop at the traffic lights. And then when they went green, they'd move on. And her brother would be like, she's not doing any missions. And her mum's just like, she's enjoying it in her own way. And he was like, no. And she's just happy as Larry, just driving this little car around. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, it's great. It's so much more innocent than like, oh, I've beaten up a prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah she, she found a lot to enjoy in, in GTA. But yeah, no, I've tried to like computer games because they get good press and it's sort of sort of thing like I feel like I should enjoy. Um, but I find it more of a, a an obligation. Like I bought this fucking stupid thing for 400 quid. I have to try and like it. And then in the end, it was just like, fuck it, I'm eBaying it. I've had enough of this. <laughs> I'm thinking about That's getting it. I want to get, I really loved golf games. Tiger Woods golf. Yeah, the old Tiger Woods games. The only, just go like, and play you, golf. 
No, because I can't outside. play golf. It's not good at golf. I'm not a member of a golf club. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, that's the uh, when people go, "Are you a gamer?" I'm like, "No," but then there is a bit of me that loved just They're very relaxing golf games. Yeah, I quite liked it. What would I, what would be good for? A go- I don't need a PS5 for a golf game, do I? No, it's no, no. a bit too much. Probably getting hardware. Amiga or something. An Amiga. Yeah, right. one of the one of the ones from when we Gareth, were what what's your vice that you relax to then? Um, I don't really relax. Um, <laughs> like it. <laughs> spider. I like I drive I drive to gigs and I do gigs and then I I, I come home and I quite like um I I like listening to music and I, I like, like going to some music then yeah 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 so I got quite a big record collection uh, and I like I I sort of I like the things you look at me and you go yes I like I like Pink Floyd and books about the Second World War Do you like whiskey. Uh, I used to like whiskey, but I had I can't drink it anymore because it gives me very bad acid indigestion, and I got I got terrible gout during lockdown, so I can't I can't have whiskey anymore. What have you replaced whiskey with? Um, nothing. Like it's it's just been taken off the menu, so I can't have whiskey anymore. Uh, I can't. So I just I just drink lager now. That's that's all I can. Like uh, you and I, the other night we finished on uh, a, a, bur- a bourbon, and I could, I could just couldn't finish it. Two sips, and I feel like someone's stabbing me in the in the throat. So wow. yeah, I can't. If I've developed an allergy, I used to really like coffee. I've developed an allergy to caffeine, so I can't have that anymore either. What's the? How does the allergy manifest itself? Uh, I just get I get like really bad tunnel vision. It's like you know you get jitters off um, caffeine. It's like that, but like times a thousand. Very. Like my heart starts going, I think, even though I know why it's happening, I think like people are trying to kill me. My fight flight mechanism goes, I get like tunnel vision, I start shaking. You've OD'd on caffeine. I have. I started drinking coffee when I was ten. And I What to, the fuck? I used to drink like uh about twelve cups of coffee a day. What? And and then I uh, in primary school. Uh yeah, just just coming out of primary school into secondary school. A lot of pressure. Lot yeah, of yeah. <laughs> You must have been your parents doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when I was a have a decaf, Garrett. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so I used to drink a, a lot, a lot of coffee, uh, and then um, and then started. You know, you know how it happens as a gateway drug into Red Bull, and then you're having loads of Red Bull. And I st- started driving around being a comedian, and then coffee, Red Bulls all the time, and then about two years ago, I just went bang, just went no. Same thing with red wine. I used to drink a lot of red wine, and I just can't. I've had my I've had my lifetime quota in my twenties. So now, if I have red wine, my knees hurt. It's <laughs> <laughs> a robot. I love it. Who the fuck is a ten-year-old addicted to caffeine? Yeah, these, I, S- these SATs are a bastard. How old were you smoking? Uh, I was uh, 19 when I started smoking. I thought you were going to oh, say okay. nine then. No, no, no. Yeah, then just smoking. I was like, you know what? Coffee. Have you got? An, have you got an addictive personality? Uh, no, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> That's fair. I do. Uh, I'm, I'm like, yeah, the Pringles thing. If I have one, I'll have a lot. Yeah, I think every good comedian has got a problem with sort of moderation. Yeah, because yeah, this is just essentially, if you're a comedian, you are doing a hobby that got out of hand. Yeah. So no, <laughs> that's like but there's something in our wiring that makes us good at what we do, makes us want to do it. That is also like, yeah, just cannot be. It sensible was really, t- it was really, points. really tantalising during lockdown because i thought for a bit oh i could do without this like i don't need this and so that first lockdown one i was like maybe i'll go and do uh, something else and then i did one gig and you're back and they were like three meters apart all wearing masks and you're in a car park and i was like no i need this <laughs> <laughs> i need this these little eyes just shaking laughing when you're doing like uh two-year-old material 
Yeah, yeah doing two year old material at a shit gig and you still get like the rush, the rush like, of oh, thing and you shit. go, yeah, it's a, it's I'm a proper Well, it was our first gig. It was the fake conference, wasn't it? In here. Yeah. Conferences yeah. were legal. So we put a conference on <laughs> on this site. <laughs> Yeah. And it was how to do comedy, and it was taught <laughs> through the medium of just doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, Very I was in a conference center. You would you would have made great smugglers back. Then. <laughs> I, was, I was one of the key keynote speakers. Yeah, and <laughs> I literally went, "Welcome to the comedy conference." <laughs> there was a thing during the first break before we went to lockdown uh, two. So we 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 got out, and you were allowed to do uh, various forms of crap gig. And then, uh, like, I remember at the beginning, you go out and everybody's there, like, going, we're out. This is so, who gives a fuck if I'm wearing a mask and I have to order in an app and I'm sitting five miles away from everyone? It's just great. So you'd say anything and they'd be like, <laughs> and then I was doing a gig at the end of September and it was raining and they were all in coats in a marquee on the side of a pub, miles apart from, and you could see this rain just lashing down, just went out and everyone's like, fuck this. And I was like, oh, the honeymoon is over. <laughs> people have These got people to the. want buildings again now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These <laughs> I think people are gigging enough. too. A lot of the comedians I know are gigging too much because I think we've all got PTSD from when it was taken away. Yeah, yeah. I've I'm spoken gigging to way too so much. many comics who are like, "Oh man, I just keep saying yes to every gig." Well, because they've had it taken away, and now they're like, "Yeah." Adam says to me at midnight, "Like, do you want to drive four oh, hours yeah, up shit, to Liverpool to have yeah. a chat with us?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah <laughs> I've, t- I've taken a day off to be with my eight-month-old daughter, but no, fuck it, I'm coming <laughs> to Liverpool. I was in Liverpool literally days ago, and I've come. I'm, I'm up. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's fucking, let's fucking go. Five hours sleep, allergy to caffeine. Let's go. <laughs> you are the absolute proof of what I just said. Right. Well, thanks yeah. for coming in, man. Oh, that part? I mean, there's no resolution to those. Uh, that no, word, ask him to shag, yeah, and smoke less. And if he says no, go and shag someone else who smokes less. Or admit that we're no longer in a lockdown situation. Uh, the marketplace is very huge. You have value. Go and find another partner. Wow. Sex economics. Yeah. Sex economics. Sex I never got to tell you my story about the pig. Next time. Oh Next my God. Time. Oh, teaser. <laughs> Next time on Have a Word. Uh, where can people find you online? Oh God! Um, yeah, I've you got, don't give a shit about any of this stuff, do you? I've got accounts and things because uh, you're sort of obliged to now. But uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I have a website, uh, but uh, I've got a couple of albums out, stand-up albums. You have, and so Smile is great, but Sunflower yeah. is one of my favorite stand-up albums ever. Oh God, bless. I we love it. To, we listened to a bit in here, didn't we? We did yeah. a while back, and I listened to. I've listened to it. Like, it must be close to double figures. It, they're both on Spotify. Yeah. But well, if you want to take my advice, start with Sunflower. Sunflower is the first, yeah, is the yeah. first one. And then I just I just recorded uh, a show that I'm going to put out on YouTube in like a, in a month of like a best of some new stuff. And then, because I was panicked we were going to get locked down again. So I was like, right, I'm going to get all my best gear together. I'm going to record an hour just in case we get locked up. Filmed so at that's the Pleasance. Filmed at the Pleasance. So yeah, Garrett Millerick Live at the Pleasance is going to come out in a about a month, six weeks, something like that. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, we, on, we will plug the shit out of that once it's out. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll give you the link for the old show notes yep. to the old uh, Sunflower album. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me, fellas. Thanks very much. That is Garrett Miller, ladies and gentlemen. The usual tidying up from me and Dan. We're both on tour. My tickets are at adamrow.co.uk forward slash shows. Dan, yours are at? at dannightingale.com. Uh, there's shitloads of merch being sold at the minute. They are flying out constantly at Have A Weird Pod. And as always, if you want an extra episode of this stuff every week, as well as all the past catalogue, all the bonus episodes we do, like on top of the extra episode you get a week, and early access to public episodes, patreon.com slash have a weird pod. Come and join the nearly 7,000 people on there. Oh, Jesus. Um, That's it.
just go about with your life. So we put another one out. Cheers, Garrett. Mega.